Kings Mountain, where they treat you like family.29 gauge material in stock with 22 colors to choose from. It's the largest selection of colors in North Carolina. Plus, they will custom cut your lint. Triad Corrugated Metal Roofing, 108 Industrial Park in Lincoln. Call 980-429-2278. Join us every Sunday at 11 a.m. for our Sunday morning worship services on WCSL 1590 AM and 92.3 FM. It's the Sunday morning service of First Baptist Church in Cherryville. On WLON 1050 AM and 107.5 FM, it's the Sunday service of the Covenant Bible Church in Lincoln. And on WOHS 1390 AM and 101.5 FM, it's the Sunday service of the Calvary Baptist Church of Shelby. Join us each and every Sunday morning for our Sunday morning worship services on The Boss and Carolina Country. Hey, look, it's Gary Dellinger with Dellinger Electric. Gary, what's going on? Hey, Calvin, just stopped by to see how the new jingle was coming along. Well, as a matter of fact, we just finished it up. Want to hear it? Oh, I can't wait. Here we go. When it comes to your wiring, you don't want to monkey around. Call Dellinger Electric. They're the best electricians in town. Well, what do you think? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't even give her phone number. And monkey around? 704-435-0705. They're the best electricians in town. I don't have to pay for that. Do I? 
thanks for help bringing the economy back. One local purchase at a time. Kind of uplifts you and you feel better. It's the greatest comeback of all time. Shop local with whatsupshopper.com, Carolina Country, and the Balls. The team plays right here. Are you ready for some football? Your sports leader, WHS Shelby, WLON Lincoln, WCSL, Charitable Gastonia. Good morning, everyone. That was my fault. Terry, how you like the intro? I like the intro. You, you like we that? that oh, oh, guess what, Terry? Yeah, he's not on. I know, I'm not there he is. There's now the wolf I man. Am. You like that now, Terry? <coughs> Technical difficulties here. Terry, we're so excited. Terry's yeah. so excited about his new, his, in, well, his old intro. I made that a while ago, but. You like the intro, Terry? I like it. And well, like I said, we can play that every weekend that <laughs> I come in here, Tom. Okay. Right off the bat. Now, I thought right. that was the Imperial March. No, that that is not what that was. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Yeah, North Carolina State, a 45 to nothing win over South Florida. And then, last night, Mac Brown. <laughs> I was uh, trying to. I thought to, I was going to bring it up later, but. I guess uh, they'll probably fire him or something now since they've lost. Terry, what? every time he loses, they do they they put him up another pedestal. So the 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 statue will be built next weekend. Well, yeah, fifteen and eleven. Well, who they, play, they they beat when they beat Georgia State next weekend, they'll erect the statue. There you go. They'll erect the statue. But they well, blamed it on Howe and his receivers. They was not in sync. Oh, okay. Is what they were blaming it on. Right. That's coaching, right? Well. In, in, in syncness and six months of of, or of, maybe, pra- of practice. Maybe coaching. the corners and the safeties were pretty good from Virginia Tech. Uh, that, yeah, yeah, a little bit do with it. Uh, uh, Hollyfield talk- had an interception, he and when did. he gave the ball to his dad, that was yeah. pretty cool. We're gonna, we'll, we'll talk about uh, – we'll break all that down a little bit in more and later. Uh, so, Terry, Wolfpack won. How about put it this way? Everyone's team at this table won this week. So, state won across the board. Uh, some of you guys had more. We'd trouble. be number one. Some ranked. of you guys had more troubles than others. Had of us had more troubles. But, uh, you know. Ohio State's got some problems. They they had some problems getting lined up, but Minnesota has a lot of guys. Fifth year, and they had some six year guys on their offensive line. The guys State's that got a few. yeah 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 the guys coming back, and Ohio State had a lot of young guys, and it showed. You know, when mm-hmm. you're having a hard time adjusting to the offensive line movement, you saw that in Kings Mountain Burns last night. 
where the offensive line lines up and then they move and forces you to move. And then you get penalties called on you or somebody misses their gap responsibility. And that's just, Hey, I know, I know more than you, you know, the athlete just like, I'm just going to go make a play, but you know, there's a, you know, you start doing that strategy on the offensive line and it created some holes, you know, Minnesota had a pretty good game on the ground, but Ohio state just too much talent. That's why they won. But before we get into too much more football, I want to remind our listeners that Friendship Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, 190 Oak Street Extension in Forest City, North Carolina, 828-919-3001. They're bringing you Saturday morning sports talk. And Friendship Nissan, 156 Oak Street Extension in Forest City, North Carolina, 828-245-1661. Thank you to our friends at yes. Friendship. Yep. And good morning, everybody. You're listening Appreciate to watch. Like you said, to the Saturday morning sports talk. Uh, if you're listening to us, you can watch us live on YouTube every Saturday morning. Watch the replay uh, anytime you want. That's the good thing, Terry. You know, even you know Tuesday mornings at ten o'clock, you you could watch the replay. Yeah, you uh, can of, listen Saturday to morning sports talk. KTC broadcasting, yeah. even that, when you're working. That'd be a good time to to watch it. When you get a minute, put it on. You know, the private mode. Go go. You know, zoom out. And you know, I mean, you know what I mean. Uh, you know, I do minimize your minimize your screen. Now, Terry, what you need to do is get you some some of those ear pods and, and sneak you one in your ear over there and tell people you're deaf, but you'll be listening to KTC broadcast instead on through your Bluetooth. Mr. Reinhardt, I'm I'm sorry, <laughs> huh? I, I huh? What? Huh? Yeah. What? <laughs> That's, oh so, I just gave y'all such great ideas. So teachers are from are around everywhere. Uh, now we're going to give y'all some the scores. We're trying to round up what we didn't get last night, so that's why we haven't yet this morning. So we're going to uh, get into some that and some more stuff. We've got NFL this week, guys. NFL. Terry, your rookie linebacker is lighting a fire under Tom Brady. Uh, we're we're going to talk about that more, if that, that's a good idea or not. Uh, we had picks from last week. We'll go through some of them in college football. Uh, I could probably uh, go ahead and do that. Uh, we didn't. I didn't do the bad picks uh from what we've done uh, last week, because it's still one week, so we can kind of, you know, I'll put it all together in one uh, for next week. So we'll have a bad, a bad pick segment next week for those. I've got to put one together for Shannon, too. I, I, I got his boy in here and telling him that I wanted him to help pick Shannon. Uh, uh, Terry, because Shannon went 20-7 and seven last week. And uh, and I was like, well, you know, I think you can do pretty good, CJ. And he, he, he So he come in here, and da- his daddy told him to get out. <laughs> well, twenty and seven's not uh, bad. I, no, mean, you know. I give him credit. Three or four of them was was uh, schools in you know somewhere, not not you know anywhere near here. So I give him credit. He did have a, a pretty decent week. He nailed one score uh, we that we talked about last night. So I do can't. I tell you what I can do while rounding up scores and, and everything is you know talk a little bit about next week's uh, tentative schedule. Uh, West Lincoln has made up a game, and they'll be playing Ashbrook next week. Yes. And we will have that on WLON. So it was tentatively scheduled. No, no Lincoln County teams are going to play next week. And right now, West is playing Ashbrook, who hasn't played yet this year. And we had Bessemer uh, hosting Christ the King, but we're going to we're going to be uh, happy to have the Lincoln County game back uh, on the on next week. So we'll have. West Lincoln at Ashbrook next Friday night. Um, in Cleveland County, Tom, we'll have you and Brent Pasco over at Shelby Town for High Brighton. 
Panthers, and they've already lost. Uh, I know the East Lincoln. I didn't, and we couldn't they, find they, anything. I last don't think night. they played last I, night. Yeah, I think we ended up wiping it off the board. Of, uh, no, that West. They were scheduled for West Caldwell, and, and again, folks, if we don't have a score, they may not not have even played. And, and so, because and to give an example, we can't get we can't even get scores, much less. You'd think the one thing the athletic association could do on their scoreboard that they have is post cancellation. Now, whether or not you can keep up with the score, that's one thing. But for everyone across the state, reporting agencies, news agencies, it would be so easy for everyone to put this game's been postponed or canceled, and and they're not. So we're just kind of guessing on some of these. So we don't know. Well, we had some teams played two Georgia teams last night on on, on our schedule. Um, we had a one A play a four A uh, last night. Believe it or not, Brevard. Uh, Played, uh, where are they on my list up there, Terry? I'm blind. I don't see them. Did up I not there. write them up there? I don't think they're you on. Did. They're on one. Geez, they're they're on the scoreboard list. How about I pull that up for the folks at home and give you at least uh, the scores we do have? How about this, Tom? This will make it easy. I for just you guys. Uh, sent a text message to a contact at Watauga. See if I can find out whether that game was played or not, Kevin. Uh, I do not think the High Brighton game was played. I haven't seen anything on their Twitter page or anything, so I do I don't think that. But you think they would post on their page that the game had been canceled? But or just that's what I'm saying. Somewhere well, we've had you know, Twitter's been around for ten years. I, I always thought this would be so easy at this point to be getting scores, and there'd be people tweeting videos and scores and updates on the stadiums. And well, uh, no. <laughs> Here, here's my deal with it. I think they needs to be a central location that if you are not playing, you must call in and tell these people. So it's updated regularly, mm-hmm. especially on Fridays. And for media and fans. I mean, yeah. you know, for, you know for us, and, but but for fans as well. You know, they might be sitting home trying to find it on the radio dial and can't yeah. do it or trying to find it live stream. Well, I know they play here and you keep switching and nothing's coming up. But if they, they had that and it was just listed, these games have been canceled. I mean, we're paying people uh, a lots of money and other things that they are doing, and this should be something pretty easy to pay. Right. It wouldn't cost them no $100,000 to do this every Friday. Well, the thing is, Terry, they have a live scoreboard. So they've already, they're have already they already paying somebody yeah, or do. something to do it. All they and have to do is to put a PPD yeah. next to it. Or, you know, and fix, you know there, there needs to be a way to, to be able to get that going, and, and you're 100% right. Um, looks like I've got a couple more scores coming in as we're filing up. Terry, I, I will give a quick update. I can go ahead and tell you the, the, the power pole that's going to be out for next week. Kind of go ahead and uh, discuss that a little bit. Um, let's see, Polk County, I got that score in. They won well, last at, night. At, at High Brighton High School, I don't know if they played football, but I do know they had a badminton competition at their school. That's on the front page of the website. Oh, okay. Well, so we know they had badminton, Terry. Uh-oh. But we don't know if they had football. Well, well Tom, last night, you know, Robbie and I was discussing the local newspaper here in Cleveland County. Uh, 12 of the last 13 tweets were about things out of the county. And we just, that was just us scrolling down just to check. As in, on like, who, on as in national stories. Oh. As in our local paper. Oh, okay. So 12 of the 13 stories. And the only one that won was was all the, all the uh, game schedules across the state. Well, you and know so what? You can't even get things like that now. And so. The reason why that is, is they don't have their own reporters anymore. Right. So they have to go yeah. to the Associated Press. And it's not press. just them. It's yeah. across, you know, the, the, all these local papers and everything have been bought out by national corporations and. Uh, they're they're more concerned with the um, 
getting those it's the click the click numbers and everything and so they got they have issues with that um all right so we're gonna uh real quick let me do the top 10 that updated uh terry so kind of and i and i'm gonna show the folks uh, let's see if i can get uh the one from last week and uh get that up for you we should have moved up should well you did well, where were you you did huh? how about it tom you yep. did terry <clears throat> moved up Believe it or not, you did. So good for you guys. Um, let me close this a second so I can pull it pull it up. Um, my power pole. I guess it'll be easier if I do it this way. Uh, so looking at it, uh, last week, uh, Tom, give me the top ten from last week, real quick. All for, right, for, for our from list. last week of this poll, which is very scrutinized by myself. <laughs> uh, number works. ten, South Point. Number nine. The Chase Trojans, number eight, the Hendersonville. I think they're the Bearcats. Yes. Number seven, the Burns Bulldogs. Number six, the East Lincoln Mustangs. Number five, the Bunker Hill Bears. Number four, our estranged employees, Bandy's Trojans. Number three, the Statesville Greyhounds. Number two, the Shelby Golden Lions of Brent Pascoe. And number one, the Maiden Blue Devils. Well, there was, you know, the Blue Devils didn't play last night, but there's another set of Blue Devils that got beat by UNC Charlotte Terry. Yeah. Guess, guess who's at the game? KTC Zones, Anna Cenefani, who will be out at the remote at Volkswagen in Gastonia. Was she today. one of the people running onto the she field? She did. Uh, there you go. She did. Celebrate. <laughs> celebrate. Uh, Wait a minute. She uh, stormed the field. The field. They stormed the field because they oh, beat no. Duke. Beating Duke. And even my wife, who doesn't watch football that much, said, uh, neither team seemed like they were very good. <laughs> That's rough, but, Terry. But, but UNC Charlotte gets the win over Duke. Well, all right. Well, we're going to talk about that in, in a little bit because it is big news. It really is. So, we, And we'll talk about why and, and more. Uh, looking at the top ten last week, that, that's what we had, Tom. Uh, so here, here's the movers and shakers for this week and how and, wh- how and what's happened. So in the – 13th spot kings mountain stays in the same spot this is why your poll is just <laughs> your poll's nonsense i mean it's just terry. they're not better than the teams ahead of them Tom. Terry. yet i'll put it like yet 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 right okay. so <clears throat> at number 12 no no 13 i got that wrong that was north lincoln north kings mountain did move up to number 12 okay so they moved up as far right. there you go see they moved up well that's all you get when you play a 2a school Two points, Tom. Uh, your poll doesn't take into consideration the skill level of the teams. That's the problem I have with your poll. Okay. Thank you. Kings Mountain. <laughs> okay. <coughs> Kings Mountain uh, is number 12 right now at, with four points. South Point is number 11 with four points. And Terry. Making the top 10. The West Lincoln Rebels did not play this week. They move up into the top 10 by everyone else's defeat. Uh, Rebels number 10, South Point, moves out after losing uh, last night big to Hickory Ridge, 27-7. to West West Lincoln, South Point, and Kings Mountain actually tied. Uh, West Lincoln wins on the tiebreaker there, Terry, uh, for having the best defense. There you go. And being 2-1. And And, uh, so, you know, Tom don't like that. Number nine, the Burns Bulldogs with five power points on the season. And uh, they are sitting in the nine spot, comfortably 
three spots ahead of the Mountaineers. Oh, God. Burns got ahead of us? Yeah, Burns. Oh, is there's something wrong with this poll. Oh, okay. Now, okay. Now, now, now Terry. <laughs> now Terry's going to join in. Now he disagrees. Y'all've got a loss. Yeah. So Burns drops two spots with the loss down to number nine. Now, Tom, are you saying you've never seen an AP poll where a team like Appalachian beats a team like Michigan, and then the poll comes out the next week, Michigan's ranked 10th, and App's 24th? <clears throat> you ever seen something like that happen before, Tom? So, yes, I have. So Burns I... being two spots ahead of Kings Mountain and ours. Now, here's what here's what what's going to fix itself. <clears throat> In three weeks, when y'all start playing 1A schools, and they're playing 3A schools, they'll slide right by you. Well, okay. I guess in the long run, it corrects itself. Well, there, it does. There you go. It's the, like a Johnny Cash song, Tom. <laughs> Not where you are now. It's where you are at the end. Yeah, All I understand. Right. So, I understand. number nine was the Burns Bulldogs. Number eight, number seven tied. They didn't lose. So, the top five last week, I mean, this week, didn't even play. And they all dropped three spots in the poll. So Maiden, Shelby, Statesville, Bandies, across the board, all dropped three spots in the power, and, and Bunker Hill, all dropped three spots in the power poll. That's your now number four for Maiden. They're at seven points. Shelby with seven. Statesville with seven at six. Uh, Bandies with six at number seven. And Bunker Hill drops to number eight at six. The Chase Trojans. And the East Lincoln Mustangs chase with a big uh, 3A victory. Uh, they move up to eight points. East Lincoln with a three, uh, 2A victory. They end up with move up to eight points. And now they're both sitting at two and three in the power poles. The Mustangs are two, and the Chase Trojans are now number three in the What's Up Shopper power pole. And the new number one team, Tom's favorite, Bearcats. The Henderson from Henderson Hendersonville Bearcats are, are now are, one. are one of our new teams in the area, and uh, <coughs> I'm gonna there. give them a lot of credit. They have been scoring tons. They of have. Points. They always have, though. They uh, let's see, what they win about fifty five nothing. Yeah, that's they've what got a hundred. Then they have a hundred seventy. They got right almost two hundred in yeah. three games. Right, I it's like about like one ninety, one eighty five. I want to say that they're a, their own separate school system, like Hendersonville City and Henderson mm-hmm. County. And I wonder if that creates a, a more of an ability to go maybe snag a few players from the surrounding schools. Uh, I don't know. I'm not privy to yeah. that information. All right, Tom. Let's give the scores that we do have, and then uh, that's that's that'll be that'll be that. Uh, we, if we can't get the Unicorn County, South Caldwell, yeah. the North North Georgia Cherokee yeah. final, so be it. And Tom, make sure that you start off with our do list it from over here. here. Do, do these. Do, well, do from the screen. That'd yeah, be the do, best. do from that. These screen are the most right updated. There. Start and the most at school. the top because last week I heard you complaining about me throwing somebody else at the top. I I, I was. Yeah. <laughs> Can you read it, Tom? Uh, no, let me I, go to the board. I, I, me. <laughs> North Gaston over the chase over North Gaston thirty six twenty six Kings Mountain over Burns nineteen to fourteen, and East Lincoln defeats Lincoln fourteen to eight. Thomas Jefferson defeats the Community School of Davidson 51 to 15. Freedom over Forest View, uh, uh, Forest View over Freedom 13 to 7. Get Good that game right. there. Pine Lake Prep over Bessemer City 20 to 8. Stuart Kramer over East Gaston. East Gaston was ahead in that game, Terry. So East Gaston's improved their program. They fall 28 21. And North Lincoln defeats Northwest Cabarrus 54 to 40. Terry? 
Oh, is it my turn? It's your turn. Okay. It was Hickory Ridge defeating South Point 27-7. to uh, In this game, I'm not surprised that Hickory Ridge won. I'm surprised at the score by 20 points. That's a big score. But uh, Hickory Ridge, it it's must be pretty score. good to hold South Point to only seven points. It was Davie County 42, Lake Norman 28. It was Polk County 26, West Henderson 14. It was Hickory 37, Drone 13. Uh, North Buncombe loses to Andrews 44 to 20. It was Murphy over Georgia FC. That's Georgia Force Christian. 58 to 14. I think they're in the same conference right but yeah, it was on ESPN the other night. He said Georgia FC. I thought that was a soccer game. There, yeah. Yeah. It was Smoky Mountain 37, Roberson 12. It was Hendersonville 55, East Henderson 0. AC Reynolds over Alexander Central 24-7. And uh, the final scores that we got was Pisgah over Mountain Heritage 19-2. That's impressive. Right <laughs> Two-run homer by Mountain Heritage yeah, in the bottom of the ninth, At but not point, enough. There was a game down east last night. I don't know who – I can't remember who was playing. It was 11-5. to five. Those are odd scores. 11-5 <laughs> to five in a football game. And Black Mountain Owen defeated Albemarle 34-21. to 21. And now, you know, the an Athletic Association website last night, Terry, had that at one point, 36 nothing Albemarle. The Athletic Association website, not – a, a random reporter or somewhere out and about. And, and, that, and that's what I mean by the po- the point of us trying to keep up with these. And like, why don't y'all have them? Well, the athletic associations don't even go even close. Yeah. There's a lot of times when I was doing it that you look at the score and you never give that score out until you see it like two or three times. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because sometimes they are wrong, especially when it pop up first quarter, 31 nothing, And you'll be like, my Lord, they just started. All you have to say you is. Know, Score has been reported or reportedly. Yeah, yeah but I hardly. That's what we have. Yeah. <laughs> Try not to do that too many times. Yeah. <laughs> we think. We uh, think. We been, believe. We've, we've been, been informed. Rumor has rumor it. Rumor has it. I, um, I've got just a couple of highlights. Didn't have too many last night. We only had three games covered, so it, we're not going to have too many. Um, actually, Shannon down the sideline got some of the better highlights uh, last night for us. So uh, these are our highlights uh, lat- from last night's game that I'm going to pull up. Uh, we've got a couple from Chase, and then we've got a couple from Burns, and also a couple from um, East Lincoln, and then, of course, uh, a few from Bessemer that we want to talk about. Uh, <laughs> let's start in Bessemer, I, I will. Uh, highlight of the night, uh, Terry. Sometimes, you know, your defense is so good that you put enough pressure on them that they'll just snap the ball in the back of the end zone. So, oh. Bessemer City takes two nothing lead with the oh. with the stellar swarming defense there in the end zone. Tom, two to nothing. Oh, oh, I didn't switch it. Uh, we saw a good highlight for the people online. How about the? Let's try this again. <coughs> Blowing them out, two to nothing. Get off our field. And then it got bad. At Twenty to eight. Yellow Jackets uh, lose nine yard run. Uh, here's an 11-yard run from the Yellow Jacks. We'll show our local kid and not the, the Pine Lake ones. Y'all know they did have a good pass, but Justice Cooper, a uh, pretty good runner up the middle scores. Uh, for the Yellow Jackets, let's see. Let's get over. This is Tanner's setup. Uh, he went to see Chase last night. And, and Tom, strangely enough, 
you know, Rutherford County hadn't let us, you know, or anyone do broadcast over there other than their own schools for years. That game was in a South Carolina television station. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Thoughts on that one? Why would a uh, South Carolina did North Car- North Gaston at Chase? The, the, who's got like? Is there some kind of stud out there? That's, the, well, Rutherford County's in that in that television broadcast area. But again, I guess you got to cover them. Some might be the only game. I don't know. Yeah, I but, don't know. But but again, as far as North Carolina goes, Terry, why are we why are we allowing that as opposed to? Yeah. I the agree. local local people to cover the games. I agree. One hundred percent. At even we went even at some of the schools the last few years before we've had some changes in administrations over there. Now we've got some friendly people over there. They didn't even allow us to do radio over there unless with unless we paid like triple for it. Yeah. And then now, there's, there's, there's the South Carolina TV station is doing it. So you know more power to them. I'm glad the kids got the got you know got promoted. I'm not saying that, but. We'd like to do a game at Chase yeah. or Thomas Jefferson or, or East Rutherford next year, and maybe we will. Maybe that might happen. We'll see uh, in the future. This is a botched punt. Uh, oh, this is after the botched punt. This is the touchdown. I didn't read the tweet wrong. This is East Lincoln scoring here. Handoff up the middle. About every score we has, had last night was this exact play, there. Like our highlights are oh, aren't. Yeah. Aren't really highlighted, except, <laughs> except for the Kings, the Kings Mountain catch on the yeah, yeah. Was, you guys, yeah, they Burns catching uh, the Burns Tim, you there in the end zone was the best play of the night. Uh, we we Tim, you there on the post games? Hey, do what? Hey, yeah, y'all are on the radio. Who we got? Come well, on. I know, but we the way these phones are, we're gonna have to answer it like this. It's, yeah, Tim Pruitt. Yes, sir. Coach Pruitt. All right, here. All right, you can talk to the guys. Here you go. Good morning. Good morning, Coach Pruitt. Had the night off Good last morning. night. Did you go watch a ball game? A little bad daughter date night. We rode, rode over to Burns just because it was the closest game to us and uh, took in a really good high school football game. Yeah, you know, I was at that Burns game as well, Coach Pruitt, and defensive battle throughout most of the game, but it ended up being the big plays that at the end, especially for Kings Mountain, that turned the tide. You know, I, I thought that uh, when Kings Mountain switched to that power game, it was really a turning point. Uh, the Richardson kid did go down with some cramps, but they were able to get him back in, and, and Burns didn't seem to be able to consistently stop that and allowed Kings Mountain to control the ball a little bit. And then on the other side of the ball, uh, Burns couldn't get a lot of, you know, sustained drives. You know, they, they had a big play here or there, but they're having a problem sustaining drives. And I think there's a few things maybe they need to button down on their offensive line uh, that's going to allow them to do that. Uh, what did you see out there last night? Uh, I just saw two really good teams, uh, very athletic, very strong up front. Uh, I mean, two good defensive teams. And, you know, it's still early in the season. So, offensively, you're a little bit behind uh, maybe where you want to be. But uh, as those uh, teams go forward, I think you'll see both teams probably – uh, start hitting on all cylinders. So uh, we don't play them toward the end of the game, end of the season, but uh, try to take in a, a little bit when I can. So uh, I think Coach Lloyd, Coach Devine, both have great, great teams, great programs, and uh, good to see the communities come out support your teams like they did last night. Hey, we weren't able to play Blacksburg. Uh, Blacksburg had uh, some protocol issues, and therefore we couldn't play. And uh, about 27 minutes after I heard that earlier in the week. Uh, we got the call from North Gaston that they'd like to play JV. So 
we just went ahead and made the decision we're going to find a good morning we're going to find a uh opportunity to play on october 1st and make that our open week and our jvs were able to go to north gaston on thursday night and win eight to zero so uh we're excited about our young group of guys and the fact that we have about 50 guys involved in our program right now and when did you find out you wouldn't be playing friday Ooh, I mean, I'm trying to think through my week. Uh, I guess that would have been Tuesday, about uh, less than an hour before we were going to go out for practice. So uh, that would have been Tuesday afternoon. Uh, Coach Harrell came to my room during my class time. Usually when he shows up at my door, something bad has happened. Hopefully it's not something I did wrong. Uh, and uh, <laughs> he uh, came up and approached me about that and, and then went to practice, and we actually spoke to the kids about it after we started our warm-up process. There was a weather chance that day, so we jumped to practice mode instead of film mode, and that wouldn't be something that was out of the ordinary for them, but waited till we got on the practice field. But really, our kids had a really good practice on that day, and then since we were able to secure the JV game, we went ahead and gave our guys off uh, Wednesday varsity-wise because – it's like our open week. We would have a day off, uh, usually early in the week, and a Friday off. So uh, we were able to concentrate on the JV and give them a little extra time, making sure we, we – our first JV game we played at West, and we were really short players. And we had four or five extra guys available this Thursday, which was great. And then um, we were just making sure we had all our special teams ready and get a good idea of what we're going to do offensively and defensively. So it was good to concentrate on the JV and – and then uh, Thursday before the JV left, our varsity group got out there, and we really put in our Blacksburg game plan because of the fact that uh, on offense we had done the defense the day before. And uh, just because we're going to play them next year, and uh, they play a little bit different defense than what we've seen so far this year. And if we see that type of defense, that'll be a day ahead that we can be with that, with that process. So uh, I think our kids and our coaches really adjusted well to it. I think we got some good things out of it, and uh, we're excited about hopefully hosting Chase's JVs on Thursday and going to Chase on Friday. You know, I say hopefully because you never know what's in store with this year. So, uh, you know, we could play two different teams by Thursday and Friday, or we could be sitting and watching. Uh, So we're going to take it one week at a time and uh, make the most of it and enjoy the process. Yeah, it's just tough. Uh, You know, I was making some comments on the radio last night that Shelby and Crest had been – canceled uh burns and king's mountain they you know the jv game was canceled due to protocol and they were worried about the varsity contest and you know you talked about your preparation and game planning and i know there's a lot that goes into that uh, but it seemed like you you just took an opportunity to do something else and that's just what you have to do as coach but it, it really has to be frustrating when you've studied film you've played you put in the game plan you've talked to your kids had meetings and such and then you find out you're not playing that's that's got to be mental mental strain, not just on you, but all the coaches around here worrying about this from week to week. Sure. Uh, you know, uh, Blacksburg, I mentioned they did something different on defense, but their offense is really unique. Uh, in 90-some plays in two games, they had run some form of power half the time. Took the time to break them down, uh, you know, uh, in terms of their formations and stuff. Did all that on Monday night, stayed up late. And then Tuesday, you get to practice, and you're like, oh, that didn't even matter if I did all that. So, uh, you know, it, it did, uh, say, you know, make you think a little bit. But, you know, football's football. Preparing for football should be good in any sense of every activity in the game. So 
So, uh, you know, just uh, being around it and, and give you some other ideas and some things. So there's reasons things happen, and you prepare the best you can, and uh, we're going to get prepared to play a really good chase team this week. And uh, Coach Cottle's got a really good group of players. We've got to find a way to slow down his running back. Uh, we got to find a way to keep the ball from them, uh, probably in the, in the image, which I saw maybe the first quarter and a half of the Virginia Tech-Carolina game. It seemed like that was what Virginia Tech did, keeping the ball away by, by having a good running game and then being sound and completing a few passes in the passing game. So Chase is still doing the same stuff they did done on defense in the 3-5-3, and uh, we got to find a way to keep the ball from them. Yeah, they uh, a winner last night, thirty six twenty six over North Gaston. They go to three and zero. I know they're they're having a very good season, and and Coach Cogdell will do a good job getting them prepared next week. But I think it's a good challenge for you and your kids uh, to go there and play those kids. You know, uh, some people might say, "Man, that's a that's a pretty tough non conference opponent." But I, I don't think you get any better by not looking for tough non conference opponents. So I think it's an opportunity for your uh, team to grow and, and learn some things heading into the conference season? Sure. We've played them uh, for a long time in the non-conference. And to be honest with you, with new alignment, we really tried to look at 1A teams. And we had Pine Lake Prep lined up. And then last year when they brought a lot of those kids over from Huff, uh, in our thought process, the coaches, that that's something they would probably do yearly and we didn't feel comfortable playing a charter private school that was going to do that to us every year. So we just went ahead and settled with Chase. As one of my coaches said, we know what they have. And, and the fact that in the last, I guess, uh, four years, we split two and two, uh, a team that we've been really uh, competitive with. So, uh, But, yes, uh, a good 2A team. And, of course, we backed that up with another pretty good 2A team in Shelby, obviously. And uh, we have Burns and East Gaston. You know, played uh, played Stuart Kramer close last night. So our two eight teams left on our schedule are going to be really good teams that are going to make us better. Hopefully, forward the teams that we play in one A, uh, and obviously Thomas Jefferson's got one of the better one A teams in the state. And then, of course, we have our Gaston County teams in Highland Tech last night uh, come very close. I heard they had a game winning touchdown called back late in the game against Carver. And you know, Carver's team has been down of late, but I do remember Carver and Kings Mountain playing one of the best state championship games I've ever seen in my life in 1998. So a pretty storied program. So uh, good luck to uh, to the rest of our teams in our conference as they get ready to start the conference season in a couple of weeks, and uh, we'll get ready to play against uh, like some solid competition. It's going to make us better. And I think our kids are ready for that uh, challenge. Our kids have really uh, done some things well uh, away from the game, uh, doing things well in the classroom, showing up on time for football practice, um, things that we've asked them to do to focus on to make us a better program, and our kids have stepped up. Well, definitely character counts, and I'm, I'm glad that that's being emphasized uh, not just on the football field but in the classroom as well. I can speak to uh, the, the Burns kids that I have in my own class, and I tell you, they do a good job too, and I think that's good leadership coming from uh, the coaches and being their mentors and help getting them prepared for the rest of their lives. So that's, that's good to hear. Uh, Coach, you're – Mountaineers, big winner. You don't have the Mountaineers to watch this Saturday. I know you've got some football responsibilities of nope. your own, but what's the I, game I, of the day in college football? Uh, yeah, it's a great day for college football. And, uh, hey, I have the DVR set from the other night, and I watched the first quarter. So later on this morning, before the games get started up, I will be watching the Mountaineers play. And, uh, oh, it was awesome. Um, I, I can say this, and no, no one around the area where I grew up will be there. 
But I remember coaching at Star Mount's little kids camp and a kid named Trey Money and his twin brother would be at camp and a kid named Henry Stone would be at camp. Both of those kids are student assistants at Appalachian State. One's actually a graduate assistant. Uh, and excuse me, one of them's a graduate assistant, was a student assistant, and the other one is now one of their, uh, I don't know, whatever roles they have for other people and coaches that aren't aren't really the true uh, assistant coaches. Both of them coach on staff, so I got to message them after the game the other night, and it's just neat to uh, have that connection with your alma mater and know that the people that are coaching. And uh, Henry works with Coach Ponce, who came back from Louisville, and Coach Ponce is a great, great man who does a great job so i'm excited about app state football this year and i can't wait to get to a game okay i i think that uh, that georgia uh clemson game is going to be a fun one to watch alabama miami might be a fun one to watch uh so some big time yeah, games, I, i'll be i'll definitely be watching the georgia or the uh, georgia clemson but the alabama miami is the one i want to pay attention to because uh, i believe the mountaineers roll into miami next weekend and uh, hopefully we can uh play a little bit better against the U than the first time we played against them a couple of years ago. Yeah, I, so they did They did the home and away. They just put a couple of years in between. So, so yeah, that's what they, they did. did. Yeah. They did. Okay, because I, I can remember that game, Miami going up to Appalachian State. Yeah. So it's going to be a great experience for their kids to go down there and play Miami yeah. at their place. So good luck to the Mountaineers when they go down there. And Coach? Enjoy your Saturday. Enjoy some college football, and good luck next week against those Chase Trojans. And uh, keep up the good work. We appreciate you calling in. To appreciate you guys. Y'all have a great, great week. And uh, go Mountaineers, go Ironmen, and uh, and uh, everyone have a great Labor Day because that's what makes our country great—the labor and the work that people put into our to our great nation. Thank you, Coach. Please call in next week, and hopefully you get that W next week. So that's Coach Pruitt calling in. Kevin, thanks, Josh. Uh, thank you, yes, sir. Thank you, thank you, Coach Pruitt. I, was, I, was, I stepped away. I'm sorry, I didn't get a get a chance to get a question for you. Um, have a few issues got to cover here at the school. JP, hang up on him in there before we start getting dial tones. Uh, okay. Coming up in the next few weeks on um, WOHS, Tom. I'll, let, let me let you do the WHS schedule here the next uh, few weeks. Okay, the WHS schedule that will be High Brighton at Shelby. And then the following week, it will be Crest at Ashbrook. Following that will be Stuart Kramer at Crest. Following that will be South Point at Crest. Then we'll have Thomas Jefferson at Burns. I think that's going to potential for a very good matchup, Terry. Yes, you know, could that, I think that one's going to be a good yeah. matchup. Uh, Bessemer City visits Shelby. Probably not as good a matchup there. And then uh, we've got the Paul print. I can't. Is that, is that Hunter uh, Huss? Yeah. I'll, yes. I'll okay. Hunter Huss at Crest. And then the season finale burns at Shelby. So we've got a couple of uh, good matchups there, I think. And, and when we get into the to the traditional powerhouse, two A's playing some of the one A's, I'm, you know, they're going to have to step up to the plate, Terry. <laughs> they're going to yeah. have to step up and play some good football, but. I think there's some still some some you know potentially good matchups going forward in the conference and then that Shelby Burns game should be we don't know for sure should be for the conference championship. All right, uh, we we had Christ the King at Bessemer City scheduled next week on WLON, but Be- uh, West Lincoln has got a game scheduled now. Uh, none of Lincoln County game teams were scheduled, but we now have West Lincoln at Ashbrook, week four September 10th on WLON next week. Then Bunker Hill at Lincoln. 
And on September 17th, September 24th, Maiden at West Lincoln. October 1st, Bandy's at Lincoln. October 8th, West Lincoln at Newton Conover. St. Stephen's at East Lincoln on the 15th. Uh, on the 22nd, it'll be Maiden and Lincoln. And to finish up the season, Lincoln at West Lincoln. Terry, why don't you give me the Ironman schedule the next few weeks? Let's see it. Coach Pruitt and them will have Chase coming in next. Well, they'll be at, at Chase, Chase yeah. yeah, next weekend. And then they will make a trip up to Shelby on the 17th. They will have East Gaston coming to Cherville on the 24th. Burns will be at Bessemer City. We'll have that on October the 1st. If you folks aren't paying attention, that's Cherville's <clears throat> bye week. Now, if Cherville for some reason ends up having to play that week, we we don't know. We may have Ironman that week, right? Instead yes, of Burns at Bessemer City. Could happen. Or Chris and South Point might not play. Burns at Bessemer might be on WHS, Tom. So, yeah, so we keep that in mind. Yeah. On week eight, it will be Cherville at Highland Tech. On the 15th, it will be Thomas Jefferson at Cherville. On the 22nd, Burns will come over here to Cherville. And uh, on the 29th, it will be Cherville at Bessemer City to clamp out the season in a series that Bessemer City leads 35-34-2. and two. Whew, It's tight. Getting tight. It's the battle of the belt. Coach Pruitt's got the belt, though. Uh, so he's he gets to wear that every Saturday uh, right now, Terry. Uh, with tentatively scheduled, we had RS Central at Chesney. We don't even know if RS is playing next week. So we don't know what's on Waggy next week. It may be Cherville at Chase, simulcast on both. We will let you know in the week. Follow on Facebook and Twitter, folks. Uh, we'll post on Monday. It'll change by Wednesday, right? <laughs> and then we'll, then we'll let you know Friday, maybe. <laughs> well, there was, I don't know if you guys saw that the legislature passed a bill the governor signed allowing schools to go all remote. They, they I think they were, couldn't do it now. They've passed a law. So, you know, with that being put in place, that made me think, okay, well, you know, Graham County and Mitchell County were all remote, Terry. So yeah, and, and Tom, I keep going back. I think you need to fall back to the A-B rule that we was doing by first half the kids there, half of them not. And I know that's a lot more for y'all because y'all having to do a quite a bit you know, more to what you're doing. But I would rather go back to that rule than everybody just go remote. Yeah, the, the, How much easier on t- is it on Terry if they go that route? See, but <laughs> that's a shot across the bow. <laughs> In case uh, anyway. people don't usually listen. Anyway, yeah. but what I'd say, Terry, is if you're scheduling this, if you're an administrator scheduling this, then I, I liked what I like. My economics class, I had remote kids, all remote, and I had AB kids. Yeah. But the remote kids could follow along every day. And then we had uh, like the AB kids who would follow along when they weren't at school. So as long as the kids had access the high speed internet, whether they were there or not, didn't matter. I had some go back and forth. I had some go all remote, you know, from being in the class and then some come back from all remote and come to the yeah. class. So, I mean, if your classes are set up, but if, if I was having that conversation with the administrator, they might say, well, yeah, that works if everybody's got high speed internet and not everybody has that. I know that's more true. people have it than that's now, true. but that's the ideal way to do it is if you've got your, and that way the kids can, Oh, you're on quarantine. Okay, well, you just get on the computer when you're on quarantine, and you and you follow along. Uh, there, there are some hiccups that happen with that, uh, but and it's not as good. And when you're at home, but you know, schools better start thinking about that because if if you get a cluster, you know, I heard that some schools. I don't want to say you know which particular school because I, I don't like getting rumor mill, but I've heard some schools have had you know you got 1,200 kids, you got 300 on quarantine. You know that's 
Now that's getting concerning. Yeah, it is. Uh, moving forward, and the winter months are coming up. So, but you know, at one point, you got to think, Terry. Either everybody's going to be either vaccinated or had the stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's a lot, just lot, you think my poll has fuzzy math, and you ain't been paying attention the last year and a half to anything. Uh, let's <laughs> let's look at the. Uh, <laughs> Let's uh, look at a couple of Shannon's uh, bad picks. Uh, he picked Burns to win, 24 to 21. Uh, bad pick, Shannon. Uh, let's see. He picked. You know, that's a series there that we talk about, and I know a lot of times, and we're not going to get into this, whether it's a rivalry or whether it's not, but that's a series there that going into last night, Kings Mountain was up 27 to 26 Ooh. in total victory. So now it's Kings Mountain up 28 to, to 26 over so, Burns. So Bulldogs and, and Bessner's got a good – overall history there uh another one that was missed by uh shannon and the gang was the east gaston game both of them him and tim picked uh east gaston to win that one uh i think now he, he hendersonville he he got hendersonville with the win and he got them a lot of points but he said they'd give up 48 so he missed the spread by he said 70 to 48 so he, he missed it by Quite a, yeah. 48 points there on that on that one, Shannon. Uh, and then, let's see. Got that one. The rest of them are just, yeah, I don't care about the rest of them. So, Shannon, not too bad. Not, I don't got too much ready. But the worst one of the night, Terry. And this will lead us into our next story. The worst picks of the night from Tim and Shannon were in college football. Uh, they Ooh. all took Carolina, did they not? But I didn't even write <clears throat> down UNC. This is what I wrote down, Terry. Both say win big. Hmm. One said, oh, oh, I think they're going to win big. And the other one said, oh, I agree. I said, oh, okay, so you both say the Tigers going to win big. It's not even going to be close. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That is a tough place for anybody. I don't care who it is. That would be a tough place for Alabama. It would be a tough place for to Appalachia go to go in and win. That's I, what I'm I, saying. I will, I will, we'll give them credit for that. <laughs> Tim had it 38-10 Tar Heels, and Shannon had it 35 14 Tar Heels. Uh, excuse me, but the final Bad score was big. 17 to 10, Virginia Tech. Yeah, 35 14 Tar Heels. And, and Shannon is sending a smiley face totally thinking that. You know, his his bad pick <laughs> Shannon. Shannon, you got to be somewhat accurate or people are going to yeah, stop I listening know, to the show. If I would have been in the you have to be somewhat accurate. You have to be somewhat accurate. You can't pick with your heart, Shannon. You, All right, you gotta, JP. You got to use common sense. Let's yeah. take a break. We, we were way past due. Uh, we'll be back in a few minutes. We've got college football. We've got to talk. You know, uh, the local coach right here is 15 and 11. We'll talk about him. Uh, we'll talk about the Mountaineers and more on kdcbroadcasting.com. Okay, class, listen up. Do not buy a car without a warranty. Just don't do it. At Friendship Nissan and Friendship Jeep Dodge Ram in Forest City, we have lifetime warranty on new and used cars. That's right, lifetime warranty on new and used cars. Unlimited time, unlimited miles. And through the end of this month, we're offering up to $4,000 over Kelly Blue Book value on your trade. So one more time, Friendship Nissan and Friendship Jeep Dodge Ram has lifetime warranty on new and used cars, and you'll find us in Forest City. I'm Calvin Hastings, and I want to invite you to join the boss in Carolina country as we broadcast live this Saturday, September 4th, from Classic Volkswagen in Gastonia for their big Labor Day weekend sales event. The summer may be ending, but the deals are just beginning on your new Volkswagen. Like 0% financing for up to 72 months. Come on in for all the details. 
Buzz Classic Volkswagen of Gastonia has one of the largest selection of pre-owned vehicles in this area. Paying top dollar on your trade-in. So join our live broadcast from 11 to 3. We'll have free Subway sandwiches from Subway in Belmont, plus chips and soft drinks. Register to win free prizes, including free Renaissance Festival tickets, free Cleveland County Fair tickets, free rounds of golf, free meal certificates, boss t-shirts, and more. Mark the date this Saturday, September 4th, the big Labor Day weekend celebration at Classic Volkswagen. 4417 Wilkinson Boulevard in Gastonia. Hey, we'll see you there. Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of our under-100-horsepower tractor lineup rated number one for reliability, Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home the Kubota BX2380 tractor for zero down, 0% APR for up to 60 months, now through December 31st. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. Your Kubota dealer is Parker Farm Service, 126 Bessie Drive in Kings Mountain. Now hiring. The Milligan Allen plant, located at exit 100 in Blacksburg, South Carolina, is now hiring experienced operators. Starting pay is $17 an hour, with potential to earn $24 an hour. No prior chemical experience needed. The Allen plant offers 12-hour rotating shifts and provides a safe, stable environment with opportunities for overtime. Come join the Milligan family, where together we strive to positively impact the world around us for generations to come. Benefits include medical, dental, vision, life insurance, two weeks vacation, 401k, and a nurse practitioner. Qualified applicants should apply at careers.milligan.com. Search by function for Allen Plant and apply for experienced chemical operator. Or call the Allen Plant at 864-839-0399. Hop on the escalator and head upstairs to Kurtz Premium Outlet in the Eastridge Mall in Gastonia for some great second floor deals. Like this week, standard size pillows, $5. Regal Comfort Down Feather Pillows, a set of two, $17.99. Salt Crystal Lamps are $15. Kurtz Premium Outlet has Galan's 3.1 cubic foot refrigerator freezers for $69. Animal Costumes, $7.50. And Graco Day to Dream Travel Bassinets are $119.50. Kurtz Premium Outlet on North New Hope Road at Eastridge Mall in Gastonia. Like them on Facebook, too. Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of our under-100-horsepower tractor lineup rated number one for reliability, Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home the Kubota BX2380 tractor for zero down, 0% APR for up to 60 months, now through December 31st. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. Your Kubota dealer is Parker Farm Service, 126 Bessie Drive in Kings Mountain. Lifetime warranty on new and used cars at Friendship Nissan and Friendship Jeep Dodge Ram in Forest City. And now until the end of the month, Friendship in Forest City will offer up to $4,000 over Kelly Blue Book value on your trade. Guaranteed best prices on new cars, all used cars priced way below book value, and now all new and used cars have a lifetime warranty, unlimited time, and unlimited miles. We're simply not like any other dealer. Friendship Nissan and Friendship Jeep Dodge Ram, we're located in Forest City. I'm Calvin Hastings, and I want to invite you to join the boss in Carolina country as we broadcast live this Saturday, September 4th, from Classic Volkswagen in Gastonia for their big Labor Day weekend sales event. The summer may be ending, but the deals are just beginning on your new Volkswagen. Like 0% financing for up to 72 months. Come on in for all the details. 
Plus, Classic Volkswagen of Gastonia has one of the largest selection of pre-owned vehicles in this area. Paying top dollar when you're traded. So join our live broadcast from 11 to 3. We'll have free Subway sandwiches from Subway in Belmont, plus chips and soft drinks. Register to win free prizes, including free Renaissance Festival tickets, free Cleveland County Fair tickets, free rounds of golf, free meal certificates, boss T-shirts, and more. Mark the date this Saturday, September 4th, the big Labor Day weekend celebration at Classic Volkswagen. 4417 Wilkinson Boulevard in Gastonia. Hey, we'll see you there. Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of our under-100-horsepower tractor lineup rated number one for reliability, Z-Series mowers and Sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home the Kubota BX2380 tractor for zero down, 0% APR for up to 60 months, now through December 31st. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. Your Kubota dealer is Parker Farm Service, 126 Bessie Drive in Kings Mountain. For your party, family gathered, or just to get together with friends, get it catered by Hibbilly's Barbecue and Steaks in Gastonia. Check out their party packs, including pork or chicken or beef with barbecue sauce, slaw, plates, cups, eating utensils, serving utensils, potato salad, buns, and sweet tea and ice. And delivery is available. For more information, call 704-824-8838. Hibbilly's Barbecue and Steaks, 305 South Main Street in Lowell, Open Monday through Thursday, 11 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 11 to 9.30, and 11 to 3 on Sunday. Also call for employment opportunities that are now available. And now Hillbilly's Barbecue and Steaks are taking applications for employment. The Cherryville Golf and Country Club is now having a new membership drive. That's right. If you're not a member, now is the time. It is a nine-hole course that will be expanding to an 18-hole in the near future. Every Friday night, the restaurant, it will be serving the best steaks in town, along with ribs and seafood. And the best thing about the restaurant, it is open to the public. Looking to have a wedding reception, the birthday party, corporate event? Cherville Bank Room is the best place. Ask Dan about their golf package fundraiser deal. Check their menu out on Facebook. Cherryville Golf and Country Club, 200 Club Drive, Cherryville. Call 704-435-6597. Looking for a boat, RV, or farm equipment this summer? Carolina Federal can help with financing. Recreation loans are available for as low as 3.75% APR. Contact us today for more information by calling 704-435-0186 or online at carolinafcu.org or stop by our branch located at 1200 East Church Street in Cherryville. At Carolina Federal Credit Union, we treat you like family because you are. Rates based on credit history. And we're back on Saturday morning sports right. talk. That guy's got it. Good morning, JP. Morning. Morning, JP. Morning. All right. Uh, we had some scores from last night and uh, Thursday. Um, and I'm going to let Tom and Terry kind of talk a little bit about NC State and Ohio State, their teams, for a few minutes. And then we'll, and then give me a few minutes. I got to pull something up, get, go down the hall, and I'll bring a highlight and a. Uh, and then we'll talk a little bit about last night and then today's game, if you guys want to talk a little bit about your teams there a little bit. All right. Well, Terry, your game wasn't all that interesting. Mine was a little interesting. As uh, yours, yeah, yours, you had a little bit more of a yeah. tougher opponent. Stroud than is, I can't remember the guy from Virginia, their freshman five-star running back. I have to look up his name, but he, he took a screen pass to the house. And it was one of those, Terry, where you, where you saw two guys converging on him, and you think they're going to hit him, and he just somehow split them and took it to the house. 
and they had they had a couple of you know big plays, long runs, and the reason why that happens, you know, is is you're out athleted. Minnesota was out athleted, but uh, they've got an experienced coach and experienced offensive line, and they did a lot of stuff that gave Ohio State trouble on defense. And you have a, and the secondary of Ohio State is they're young, they're they're learning. They got a couple guys banged up. It concerns you when your team's having a hard time getting lined up. You know, that, that's got that's yeah. got to concern mm-hmm. you uh, because, like, if you can't get lined up, it really doesn't matter how good athletes you are. You know, you're you're in trouble. I think that, you know, they, they've, they've got some stuff on film now. You know, college doesn't play preseason games. And you got to – you take your 19-year-old quarterback, and you go up to Minnesota, and they got 50,000 screaming fans up there. And, you know, you get down – and you know it gets tough. You know it, it, it was a it was a good test for them. Uh, Minnesota's got a good team. Uh, you know I, I think they're going to you know challenge for that western part of the of, of the Big Ten. But they, the big plays too much gave up thirty one points and, yeah. and and having a hard time consistently stopping the run. Any team that has a problem consistently stopping the run that concerns you. Yeah, and I think the biggest play in that game was the quarterback sack coming from the blind side. He never saw him. The, the strip sack. Yeah, the big guy right. picked it up and run it in. And that, you the, know. yeah, the, the and surprisingly, I didn't expect the Minnesota quarterback to to give up that because, you know, that experienced guy has got that internal clock. Yeah. You know, he he knows. All right, it's been three seconds. I can't see what's on the backside. I'm surprised he held that ball as long as he did. Yeah. And I, you know that's what happened. He held the ball a little long, and that what what a bounce, Terry. I mean, you come in you and strip it, for no more. and it bounces right back up into his hands and runs for a touchdown. So you had that big play, you had the Olave big play, and then you had the seventy yard touchdown run, and then you had the screen pass that was around seventy yards. So I mean, it was it was big play after big play after big play for Ohio State. Uh, but if you ask me, what's my main concern? All right, you got a, you got a young quarterback. He's a nineteen year old kid, and people are so stupid, Terry. You know, you got this kid in his first start. He's he's not playing, you know, he's not playing Vermont Tech. He's playing a conference game on the road. Yeah. Okay, I mean, let's he throws a couple incomplete passes. Oh, let's put in the backup. I mean, people are dumb. You know, he, they they need they need a few games. I I did not want to open with this game. I'll be honest with you, Terry. I did not want to open at Minnesota experienced team, experienced coach, and they know you. You know, the teams in your conference know you. But he survived the test. Yeah, he had four touchdown passes. You know, every team's got a few things to work out. Uh, but uh, defense, I, I really hope they, they get some of their issues straight. Well, Tom, that's where I was. You, you mentioned it just a minute ago. You did not want to open there. If Ohio State had went there, and this is how I look at things, if Ohio State had went to Minnesota and lost. They're done. No, they're not done. One loss uh, for Ohio State. If they win the rest of their games, they still in it for a, a spot in the Final Four, or Final I, I Six, di- or Eight, I, or whatever. I, dis- do. I disagree, Terry, because if an Ohio State team does not win the Big Ten, is undefe- undefeated, they're going to put two SEC teams in. It. I'm just going to tell well, you, Terry. They are. That's gonna what's going to happen. That. That, that, that's what's going to happen. But Ohio State's not going to fall, fall down the pole that they can't rebound and get themselves back up. Yeah. Now, for as far as Minnesota, with the loss at home, then it's going to have to be extraordinary. You're going to have to beat everybody and beat everybody soundly for you to have a chance now. Yeah. 
you know, and that's the same thing with Carolina. Carolina going to Virginia Tech, that's not an easy place to play. They come out with a loss. Carolina's going to fall in the polls. And then are are they going to be able to come back out and win? I mean, they got to play Miami. I don't know whether it's at home or it's away. You know, there's a game that everybody's going to be looking for now for Carolina because Virginia Tech's all of a sudden taking the lead in that coastal part. And, you know, I think every team looks at it different because Virginia Tech, this is probably get them a national ranking now after one game of beating a number 10 team. Sure it will. You know, but uh, can you lose too many? How far can Carolina fall? Carolina was going to have to rebound tremendous, just like I said for Minnesota. Uh, Carolina's going to have to rebound tremendous and beat people badly for them to be looked at again because everybody's going to think back to – when they went to Florida State and they were ranked like number two or three in the country, and Florida State beat them after Florida State jumped out on them. Carolina tried to come back and couldn't, you know, win the game. But here you are again, Mike Brown. And and I'm gonna tell you something else I noticed. Sometimes I think now, as I'm watching college football, the coach wants to win more than some of the players. Oh yeah, <laughs> I saw that in Mike Brown last night as watching that game. He was so, I don't know, you know how when you're in a like a tough boxing match and you, all of a sudden you get knocked out in the fourth and the last round and you got to get back up and stick yourself back in it, try to win something. He was that determined, like, I'm going to pull this out no matter what. But I don't know whether his players are in the same mode as him. Like, we're this good yeah. and we should be number 10 and we have to prove that we're number 10. I don't think they have the mojo of being a 10th ranked team in the country. Well, you know, it's the kids these days. I mean, every generation says that about the past generation, the kids these days and Kevin's upset because you got into Carolina before he came back. You were supposed to talk about NC State. Oh well, we going to get into that. But, but, but we're okay. just talking about yeah. the the, the rankings. Yeah, you know? yeah. We're what about all the games that you couldn't keep Terry yeah. from talking about Carolina? <laughs> it was a he had, Tom he was, had one job. We were talking generally speaking. Yeah, generally, generally speaking. speaking, we were not analyzing the game. But uh, I didn't want to talk about it at all. I, I had the special I, intro. Oh, I, I got things to Terry, tell. I got Terry, things to do. But there is a, uh, you know. With some things like the transfer portal, kids leaving early, yeah. the, is the uh, dedication, is the love of where you play, where it was in the 80s and 90s, and you can say arguably it's not. And social media and all this stuff, it's all about me. Look at my Instagram followers. And I th- I think it's that that's part of the problem. It's 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 more of, and every general, and everybody's like, everybody's always been like this. It's about me. Yeah. You know, it but, is. Yes. But, I think it's gotten progressively worse. And, and yeah. there's some factors in society that are <laughs> uh, making that worse. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, well, I, uh, speaking I, of transfers, and I'm just going to mention one person. We'll get to him in a minute. But Kenneth Walker III was at Wake Forest. He's transferred to Michigan State. And last night he went for like 265 yards, 263 yeah. yards, something like yeah. that. You know, and you say, okay, that's a good transfer for him. It made him look yeah. good now. Yeah. Because he wasn't getting what he needed at Wake Forest, and this is Wake Forest. This is not an Alabama, Georgia, yeah, Clemson. Yeah. But he transferred to another school and he got everything he wanted. But I you mean, know, it creates opportunities. It does. I think. I think it's one of those things that's good and bad because I do think you know people like Nick Saban, who say, "Well, you committed." I mean, I understand what he's saying, but at the same time, it's like Nick, how many times have you lost, left, then gone to a better opportunity? 
Yeah. Why, why should you as an adult, these kids are adults. They're 18, 19 years old. They're adults. They deserve to go where they have an opportunity. But I think that's where you have legendary coaches like Roy Williams, who has decided to retire, and he'll never tell you the they reason why. With it. They want to deal with it. Mike Shashevsky's yeah. going to decide to retire. That's a good thing. You know, because, my, well, my deal in behind all of that is only kind of they cannot compete with individuals coming to their school and then bailing out on them the very right. next they, year they when they got to have them. 70 years old and have $100 million in the bank. Well, I know that. They, they do. <laughs> like, yeah, well, I understand point. every bit of that. Sometimes you got to retire, I, I, I would guess, unless you signed a, a deal with someone you shouldn't have, I guess, at the crossroads. Mm -hmm. But uh, Nebraska and Illinois. Uh, Illinois beats Nebraska 30-22. Fresno over Connecticut 45-10. UCLA 44-10 over Hawaii. Uh, UTEP thirty to three over New Mexico, San Jose State uh, over Southern Utah. Well, I want to mention one thing: we never got to North Carolina State, but nothing to mention there except well, they yeah, won forty five to, to them, Terry. Well, I was just you see the schedule. Some people, is he okay? Mention some people. <laughs> He's not. He's we not ain't there okay. yet, Terry. I'm going down the scores. Hold on, we had it, your Wolfpack introduction. What do you mean we ain't mentioned okay. State? No, right. we sung a song for you. Oh Lord. <laughs> Oh, Lordy. UAB at Jacksonville, they win 31 to nothing. You mentioned Ohio State, 45-31 Minnesota. Coastal Carolina, 52-14 to over the Citadel. Utah, 40-17 to over Weber State. Arizona State, 41-14 to over Southern Utah. UCF, 36-31 over Boise State. Ball State, 31-21 winners over Western Illinois. Buffalo, is that Wagner or Wagner? Wagner. Wagner. Buffalo over Wagner, sixty-nine to seven. Uh, <laughs> you State. get beat sixty-nine to seven. Who cares how to yeah, say right. your name? Itsy <laughs> State forty-five to nothing over USF. Now Terry. Okay. Only thing I was gonna do about North Carolina State <laughs> was mention some of our local kids from around our area that are playing with North Carolina State. Jalen Scott, sophomore linebacker from Shelby, mm -hmm. is on the team. Zoe Wallace, quarterback from Hunter Huss, yeah. is on the team. Samuel Duncan, and I sent y'all a photo of him with right, the yeah. Wolfpack out there. Uh, Price from North Lincoln. He's on the team defensive end. And Jaden Tate from North Lincoln. Two guys from North Lincoln are on North Carolina State squad. That's so great. five people. I'm glad That's to great. see a lot of the in-state kids going. That's one thing I always liked about East Carolina's program is they re recruited a lot of kids from inside yes. the state of North Carolina. So that's good to keep that talent here within the state uh, because a lot of it doesn't stay within the state. That's Jerry. true. And you know, I thought Mac Brown was going to change uh, change that, but I'm not allowed to talk about Carolina right now. That's so it. Kevin, Don't talk about Carolina. Listen, it is it is indisputable that he has changed recruiting. I got nothing to do if he's a good coach or not. Now, uh, do, do, do East Carolina Appalachia State Mountaineers roll in Charlotte, thirty three nineteen. You know who can't beat you and Charlotte Terry? You're Wolfpack. Tulsa falls nineteen to seventeen to UC what? Davis. Did, did he say they rolled thirty three to nineteen? Yes, they rolled. That's rolling. Who's, who cannot beat who? Didn't y'all get beat by ECU? Yeah, we've been beat by ECU. At, in we've never been beat by Appalachian. Well, I didn't say that. <laughs> See, I, nobody said anything about that. Do they play That's this year? Words that I seen. I no, thought they were. No, they they will not schedule us. They y'all will not schedule us. We've played y'all six times. You had six Terry, opportunities. Terry, when was the last time? What? When was the last time they played? When y'all won a national title in Division Two. Okay. What year was that? Though? That's uh, 20, 2004. It's been 20 years. 
We saw y'all y'all squeaked by us. State, State beat them right that year. Yes, yes. Georgia State was the only team that beat them that year. Right. Wasn't it with Philip Rivers? Do what? Wasn't it Philip Rivers? Yeah, he might have. He might have been, been still been there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tom. We dropped one to maybe a Hall of Famer with fifty thousand career yeah. passing yards. Uh, happens, but you know who we did beat? Someone better than Philip Rivers, Joe Flacco. Thank you very much. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Blue hands of Delaware. In the wow. national championship game. Stomp Joe Blue Flacco you into the ground. How can your mascot be a hen? All right, think about you know what you know what the blue hens have in common? It, a, a, a cool connection with Appalachian. Michigan's helmets. They got Michigan's yeah, helmets, but they've got the royal they're royal blue. No, I mean I'm not not what trying is to that be, logo not even, trying to be funny. That thing. Wouldn't you be the blue roosters and the female teams would be the blue hens? Well, Tom, about like calling yourself the miners from last year, uh, last week, the the with the little picket. But, but Tom does pickaxe. I Tom knew what it was. Right, you know, in in this age of of follow the science, Tom raised an interesting point. Why, why wouldn't they be the blue roosters? Right, right. I agree. No Where were the blue roosters and the girls' teams could be the blue hens? The bulls don't call the the girls' teams for the Buffalo Bulls. You call themselves the the cows, right? Yes, the Buffalo cows. Or, sa- <laughs> or is it sow? No. Or is it <laughs> So now you changed your mind, uh, Tom. Oh, Lordy. Hey, girls girls generally don't like to be called cows. All right. So the Mustangs and the Phillies. Mustangs and the Phillies. That makes more sense. That That one makes more sense. That one's okay. The East Lincoln Phillies. All right. So uh, what was I on the scoreboard? Oh, uh, we did Buffalo, Appalachia. Oh, let's talk about Appalachia. The Pirates didn't want none of the Mountaineers. It just goes to show, if they come off the sea, Terry, they, they get whipped. Uh, Bowling Green in Tennessee. Tennessee wins 38-6. to Western Kentucky 59-21 over UT Martin. New Mexico 27-17 over Houston Baptist. Florida International 48-10 over Long Island. UNLV double overtime losers to Eastern Washington. And that brings us uh, to, I've got a bad pick segment. Well, can I point this out? Yeah. Uh, Shannon sent an all kind of little text. Oh, yeah, Shannon's. Flacco is better than Phillip Rivers. No way. Well, Flacco does have a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. How many rings <laughs> does Philip Rivers have? Yeah, Let's count I mean, them up. Um, he's got, I'm not going to say got, I like Philip Rivers. He's got but, 11 children and no Super Bowl rings. Shannon, if I can make an NC State diehard agree with me on that, you guys mm. have got to come over. Quit. See, this is the thing. This is, the, this is when people are brainwashed by whatever the television tells them, Tom. Shannon Pitt, Carolina win 35-10. to 10. The te- people on TV say Joe Flacco's not any good, and then and then those are the texts you get. And Flacco, Terry, remember, he is 10th all-time in playoff victories. He is. I mean, uh, He beat Brady twice. He beat Peyton Manning twice. He beat Roethlisberger. Philip <laughs> Rivers has say, not. Philip Rivers ain't beat none of them people in anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like Philip Rivers, and I'm I like Philip Rivers all the way. But I don't know when you talk about. Did you have a ring? He's he's coaching. <laughs> he, you know, he's coaching high school football. Smooth yes, he is. Joe yes, Flacco. he is. Back yeah. in Alabama. All right. So now I do have. Well, a, now he's about right here now. A bad picks, real quick. He did say, "Who will be a Hall of Famer?" Now he might be right there. Joe Flacco. Uh, I don't know. I thought Philip would be in before him. I don't know if he'll put Philip Rivers in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yes. 
Philip Rivers will for be what? in the Hall of Fame. For what? He will. What's he famous if for? If Dan Marino can make it, I know Philip Rivers can. Uh, Dan Marino's a lot Terry. better than Philip Rivers. <laughs> uh, he made the say. Super Bowl at least. Jeez, don't even all go there. Say. Philip uh, Rivers is not smelling Dan Marino. Philip Rivers could not help save a swimming mammal from <laughs> from being stolen by Peter or whatever, whatever Ace Ventura did with him. All right, uh, so I do have a bad picks from last week. A little, it's only about a, it's a quick minute. So, Tom, get ready to hit a button. I, as soon as I hit this, Tom, I need you to hit the computer button. And yes, let's sir. Go. Ready? Go. Tar Heels. Terry, are they going to start their national championship run in Blacksburg with a win over Dax Hollyfield and Jack Hollyfield? It's going to be tough. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, all right, Friday night. Tar Heels. Terry, are they going to start their national championship run in Blacksburg with a win over Dax Hollyfield and Jack Hollyfield? It's going to be tough. Uh, no. Are you saying the Tar Heels are going to start off 0-1? I got a feeling. The Hokies. Mm. Tom. Carolina. Mm. Terry, Terry, Terry calls the annual Mac Brown Terry again, choke game. In yeah, week Terry, one. Terry again goes with his with his heart instead of his head. Well, ter- well Tom, they're 15-10 they're with Brown under, under the helm. They're going to win this game. Duke at Charlotte. Ooh. Charlotte. Your, your Charlotte. Okay. Charlotte. Okay, I'll go Duke. Are you guys going to rename the stadium? Because it's uh, Richardson Stadium, so we've got to <laughs> rename it. Let's I name it. Let's that. name it Senefani Stadium. We've got it named. We've got it named Senefani Stadium. You both went one and one on our local picks. Uh, we did okay, yeah. and plus. You had a daughter who run out on the yeah, field. She and, made it. Anna Santafani and her yeah. and her football hooligans were at yeah. the game. So she uh, made I know Anna had a stadium. good time. Anna's going to be out at Gastonia Volkswagen today doing a remote. So, yeah. I just so, I just have so many questions about that. Let's go by what? and have her sign so, some footballs and stuff. This is the only <laughs> this is the only pass they get for what they did. That was the school's first ever victory over a Power Five school. Yeah, it was. Now, yeah. with that said, you beat Duke and you stormed the field. Well, this is not the basketball court. Look, <laughs> look, we had they hadn't had kids at games in a long time. Kevin, let these kids have fun. Oh, let God. them have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, <laughs> nothing wrong with having a little fun. I mean, you know, I just okay. can't stop between that and Carolina. You storm the field. Between Who'd you that and the Clemson, Miami, Duke. I mean, Terry, we got <laughs> we got. Six, seven, twelve months—I don't know how many months that we've got nothing but Tar Heel propaganda about how good they are and how good they're going to be, and they're going to compete with the Clemson's and this and that. And we—you and me—have sat here for months and warned people that we've seen this yeah, before, and we know to be careful. And then here you go, week one in Blacksburg. We talked about it last week. You're right, number 10, and you score <laughs> 10 points. He was, and I mentioned it. He was 15 and 10 the last two years. They pretend, and me and Shan talked yesterday on the pregame, they pretend like Appalachian State game never happened. They, I mean, this never happened. I mean, they, they, the, you ought to see some of the social media ones. They'll, they'll, you know, put, we're this, we did this, you know, Carolina. And the app people will respond like, 
did this not just happen? I think one of them was like, nobody wants to come into our house and, and that. And it was like, wait a minute. Last year, I, I, one of the big responses was, the you know, the Barstool Networks. They've got two people at different schools. The app guy responded to the UNC guy because he said, we're better. We're the best Carolina school between, you know, talk about South Carolina. And he's like, didn't we beat both of you last year? <laughs> they beat them in the yeah. same year. And so anyway, it's just it's just Terry. There's a lot of smoke coming out of Carolina th th this year. And then again, listen, congratulations on getting the recruits. Congratulations on the yeah. North Carolina kids. And if you're getting the big names, good. But you still have to coach them. The recruiter at the Army recruiting, he's not the general. He doesn't go over there and do whatever they do. And and you've got to coach and lead. I, we've seen enough, Terry. 15-11 on, on this stint. I, don't, I think he's been there, what, 10 years in North Carolina? No ACC championships? So, I mean, go ahead. I'm I'm not saying, I mean I'm not saying they can't come out and win their next ten games or how many they got scheduled. Well, they got Georgia State next week, so they can either <laughs> yeah, lose. They're gonna be one and one. <laughs> you know they should. I hope because right now he said he didn't have the priority with his quarterback against his wide receivers. No, it might have been the corners and no, the safeties no, 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 was no. even better. Don't tell us that he's gonna win the Heisman and then game one. Yeah, we can't talk to each he's other. We don't know what routes we're running. He was After seventeen seven out months. of thirty-two. 17 out of 32, one touchdown, three picks. The last quarterback, if he went 17 out of 32, they'd recruit him and make him change positions. Why ain't Sam Howell playing safety next yeah. week? Nobody's mentioning that at all. If Chasserat goes 17 and 32, we lose our mind. But this kid goes 17 and 32, well, that's just a dent in his Heisman road, y'all. Yeah. I mean, silly. It's just silly. I will I say just, one thing, and we always talk about Bye bye Heisman, bye bye championship, bye bye Carolina. I went back and they kind of looked up Appalachian against the FBS teams. Mm -hmm. They six and one against Coastal Carolina. They're twenty and twelve against East Carolina. They have played them quite a bit. Carolina, they're one and one, so they beat them last. You know, Charlotte, they're three and zero. Wake Forest, they're seven fifteen and one. But North Carolina State, they're zero and six. But their overall total against teams out of North Carolina is thirty seven thirty five and one. That winning record, North Carolina. Yes, so. Well, I mean, just yeah, whatever. Uh, Duke and Charlotte, Tom, you got to win three point win. Um, <laughs> Duke, it, they were supposed to be good the last few years, and Cutcliffe and, and them and Robbie talked a little bit about last night, and it's just not happened uh, for the Blue Devils. Um, so you know that they're you know expanding in these in these leagues. Terry, they're getting bigger. Was it too, wasn't it too too long ago that Duke was in the ACC championship game against Florida State? Might have been. Yeah, I think it was about seven or eight years ago. Okay. So you know they've had some they've had some teams. So and they got destroyed. Like, they got destroyed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. I remember that. Yeah, well, you remember that game now. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wait, but, oh, but they made it. They did. They made it. Wake Forest won forty-two to ten over Old Dominion. They won the spelling bee, Tom. Uh, if yeah. if you remember, we discussed that last week. Eastern Michigan thirty-five to fifteen. Kansas seventeen to fourteen over South Dakota. Michigan State thirty-eight twenty-one over. Northwestern, uh, Colorado 35-7 over Northern Colorado. Colorado State falls 42-23. And that brings up picks for today. Let's get the – oh, I forgot to move that over. Let's get the bad picks lined up for you guys. Dun-dun-dun. Those are bad picks. Mm -hmm. Now, what I'm going to do is go to the scores because Tom likes to get the spread on these. So, let's go over here. Actually, I have my newspaper here. Oh. Mm -hmm. I got it Papers a day old. <laughs> yeah, let's see here. I actually well, have this. Spread probably changed. Somebody's uh, not playing. Local news, I did see this headline. Uh, Harbison forced to retire because of a neck injury. 
Right, so. and if anybody saw also as well, um, did you see the Justin Foster story on ESPN yesterday? I did not. For Crest, uh, go on and watch it. There's a there's a big long write up, and there is a five minute video on Justin Foster, um, having dealing with long term COVID symptoms. Remember, he was the asthma sufferer before this, so with everything going on, he's had issues. And basically, the writer for ESPN it has the, has had the same long term effect issues. And he writes a story about how Justin's been work, trying to work through it and struggling and everything. But it's a fantastic story, fantastic read, and watched on ESPN. And then you said Trey Harbison uh, with the neck issue. We saw he had, he wasn't showing up on any of the depth charts all, all spring. So um, some, we knew something was, was going on with that. All right, time ready for picks? I am. Oklahoma at Tulane. Sooners favored by 32. 31 on mine. I think, I think Oklahoma's a safe bet there, Terry. Yeah, I'll take the same thing, Tom. I'm sure that paper's more up to date. Penn State at Wisconsin, five and a half Badgers. Wisconsin at home wins this game. Yes, I got the same. So both go with Kotzen. The Oregon Ducks host the Fresno State Bulldogs. Ducks favored by 20 in Eugene. The Bulldogs are going to get Bulldog. Oregon. Oregon, yes. Alabama at Miami and Terry. This would be a good, uh, you know, barometer of Appalachia's national title hopes this year when uh, when Miami, Miami at home. Alabama. Miami at home. Yep. Saban and the Crimson Tide roll into Miami into the Hurricane. Isn't Who King wins? Still the quarterback. The Red Tide or the Hurricane? Nineteen and a half. Alabama's favored. You want me to go first? Yeah, it would be nice if you take a turn. Okay, <laughs> I took Miami. You take yeah. Miami for the win? Yeah, or to cover? I'm taking the, Miami. The straight up win. win. Not. Uh, I thought you was taking the 19 point cover. Got Hold a on. freshman quarterback coming in that had no starts for Alabama. You know, and don't get me wrong, he's got a lot of great athletes around him. But King from uh, Miami is a uh, is a veteran leader, and I think he will pull an upset today. Bad pick. Okay. <laughs> well, Alabama's going to win. All I do know, Terry, is that Miami's losing a week two, so they got to get the win this week if they want to keep their hopes alive. Okay. All right. <laughs> Speaking of Miami, the Northern version plays at Cincinnati. We're picking a Miami of Ohio game? Yes. I took Cincinnati. Cincinnati Cincinnati's yeah. favored by 22 and a half. Cincinnati's the number eight team in the country, Tom. The fighting Luke Fickles. They'll win. They 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 might be the best team in Ohio. Actually, I'm just I'm I actually hold on. I, I'm on the wrong schedule. We I, I keep stay stay with that game. Well, we've got other games to pick. I, I was just on the wrong schedule. Go ahead. We Miami at well, who was it? Miami we Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Y'all yeah. both pick Cincinnati. Yes. Okay, got you. Uh, here we go. Let me get back in order. Monroe of Louisiana. This is the uh, Duck Dynasty game. So, Duck Dynasty at Kentucky. Wildcats favored by 31. Yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky. Colgate at Boston College. The Eagles are favored by 44. Yeah, let's go ahead with Boston College. <laughs> Boston College. They got one of the veteran lines in the country. Western Michigan at regular Michigan. Regular Wolverines Michigan. by 16 and a half. Michigan. Michigan. The Owls of Temple at Rutgers. Rutgers uh, recruiting a high school quarterback to come in and play. That's never a good sign. Uh, 
we, we me and Rob talked about that a little bit last night. Yeah, um, yeah. It, and my point was, if you're going to leave for college, why would you leave for Rutgers? <laughs> Not sure. Who'd They're favored think? by 15 over Temple, though. Uh, Rutgers. I got Rutgers. The Scarlet Knights. Holy Cross at UConn. 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 Connecticut favored by three. Only three. Do y'all still both feel good about the Huskies? Yeah. Yes. Stanford. Thing updated on me. At Kansas State. Kansas State favored by three. And this one's at uh, Texas at T- Cowboy Stadium. Stanford. <sighs> Stanford. I like K-State at home. And it was mock on sort of like a de facto home game. Two unranked teams being hosted in Cowboy Stadium. Hmm. Army at Georgia State. This is, who, this is who Carolina plays next week. Georgia State favored by two. Army. Over Army. I think Army's going to control the ball. They'll win. Army's had some tough losses late, lately. You might want to pick Georgia State. Fordham. Nebraska. <laughs> oh, come on. Nebraska. Nebraska. Nebraska's only favored <laughs> by 42. Over under is 54. <laughs> Rice at Arkansas by 19 and a half. You're right, Tom. Rice at Arkansas. 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 The Razorbacks. Lafayette at the Air Force. Air Force by 40. Yeah, Air Force. <laughs> We're picking games straight up with a 40 point yeah. spread. You're going to take yeah. I'm going to have some bad picks next week. Air, too. Air I Force. Guarantee, don't you Air, think? Air Force. Okay. All right. Uh, Alabama, Miami. Y'all did that. Miami and Cincinnati. Y'all did that one. There's a good one. Indiana at Iowa. Iowa. Iowa favored by three and a half. Tom, do you have any thoughts on that one at all? Well, Indiana's got high expectations this year, and the coach has brought in a lot of talented players. Uh, Iowa, very tough at home, though, so this is what makes it hard to pick, but I think the Hoosiers are going to go in and get a victory. You're taking Indiana? In the Corn Bowl. Maybe they'll do that on account of, did you see some of the worst stadiums to ever play in, and Indiana was one of them? Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is that? I don't know. It just has some of the worst stadiums. <laughs> had 40 of them picked. Really? And Indiana was one of them. Terry, you watch some weird things. Yeah. <laughs> he said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a good or bad well, thing. I'm Marshall at Navy. <laughs> Marshall favored by two and a half. The Armed Forces not favored to win this week, Tom, against Marshall and Georgia State. Where's that game being played? Navy. Oh, I like Annapolis. Navy. I like Navy. Navy, Navy sinks. I'm taking Marshall. Marshall. The 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 midshipman and thundering herd. How about some more West Virginia football? West Virginia's going to Maryland, College Park. West Virginia favored by three and is that both are they both those big ten? They are not. West, West Virginia is big, big twelve. Jeez. <laughs> Maryland at home. Yeah, that's who I got. Louisiana Tech. Against Mississippi State Bulldogs. Bulldogs favored by 23 against La Tech. I like Mississippi. Mississippi Me State. also. Mississippi State. Both of them and uh, State will be playing by next week. 1-0 and apiece. That'll be a good game. Missouri with a snake of a coach. up Favored by 14 against Central Michigan. Central Michigan is not bad, but they'll not win. Yeah, Missouri. I don't think they will. Missouri. Hey, tickets for that Louisiana Tech Mississippi State game, Tom? Five dollars. That's know, cheaper than a high school game. It's almost cheaper than a gallon of gas. <laughs> a gallon of gas is three bucks, Kevin. Come on. 
Five? I mean, we're 60% is pretty close. He says it's almost cheaper, and it's almost double the price. Well, if you look at it that way, but if you look at it as in just dollar bills. Kevin looks at things the way Kevin wants to. Right. <laughs> That's what Kevin does. Uh, <laughs> Tom, Kevin. when you throw out three or $5 ones on the stage, there's not going to be much of a difference on what she thinks. <sighs> UMass at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh favored by 37. I think we can safely pick yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm taking Pittsburgh also. <laughs> Wyoming, 19 over Montana State. You massacred. <laughs> That's what it is. You massacred. <laughs> Wyoming favored by 19 against Montana State. I'm taking Wyoming. There's a Montana State? Yes. Yeah, Wy- Wyoming. Wyoming. Oh, come on. Go ahead and take <laughs> Northern <laughs> Iowa at Iowa State. Iowa State. Iowa State's been, they've got their, what, are they ranked? Iowa State? They, they were, wherever, uh, seven. Is Iowa State. 23, the Louisiana Raging Cajuns against the Texas Longhorns. Longhorns favored by nine in Austin, 77 degrees. Texas. Sarkeesian loses to the Raging Cajuns. They go in there and upset them. San Jose State. Already want to know. Favored by 14 at the Trojans of USC's 15th in the nation early on. USC. Yeah, Southern Cowboys. The Camels at Liberty. Uh, Liberty. Liberty. Liberty is favored by Liberty. 35. Liberty. $16 tickets, Tom. Three oh, times. Man, $16. That's God. five times the price of gas and, and a dollar. For, and a dollar for some bubble gum. Um, I just did see that Gardner-Webb announced a game or series of Campbell or something on the internet yesterday. All right. So Gardner-Webb, what would they say they was going to play for? Oh, they were playing for barbecue rights. That's that's a great thing to play for. <laughs> Gardner Webb Bulldogs at Georgia Southern. <laughs> Georgia Southern. The Georgia Southern favored by twenty eight, and you can get a folks, Cleveland County folks. If you leave right now, you got plenty. You don't even have to leave right now. The game's at six o'clock tonight. Tickets as low as six bucks. Yep. Head to Georgia Southern. Watch Dude, the Bulldogs. Head to Georgia Southern and watch the Webb get a win. Gardner Webb. You pick Georgia Southern. Yeah. What's the spread? 28, Georgia Southern. Oh, let's go with Georgia Southern. Let me <laughs> change my pick uh, there. <laughs> Can I revise? May I just asking, Tom. Your, 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 your Honor, may me. I amend my statement? Yeah, I'm not going to mention the spread on this one, Tom. See if you can get it. Mm. Akron, the Zips. Oh, Lordy. At Auburn Tigers. I'm going to take Auburn. Go ahead and take the other. Uh, I think I uh, better take Auburn. Eastern Illinois at the Gamecocks of South Kakalaki. South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina. Monmouth at Middle Tennessee State. That's a big matchup. What's the spread? It doesn't have one. Ticket. Uh, you get a $20 ticket. $20 ticket. Who's the... Uh, For Monmouth at Mid-Tennessee State. What is this? <laughs> Give me Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee. Syracuse at Ohio. The Bobcats. Jalen's up there. I wonder if she'll go to the game. I doubt it. Give I was getting ready to say, are we going to pick Jalen's Ohio Bobcats? Well, the game starts at 7. She might wake up by then, so she's got a chance to make it to this one. <laughs> a Syracuse in Ohio. Who you got? Syracuse favored by one on the road. Ohio. You taking Ohio? Ooh. Ohio. Okay, well, game. she's going to have to pay. Well, unless she got a student ticket, she's got to pay $33 for a, Syracuse. Uh, for a ticket. Uh, All right, we got Oregon State at Purdue. Purdue. Oregon State, I mean, Purdue is favored. By uh, seven. Purdue. Next game is Texas Tech 
at oh wrong mouse Texas Tech at Houston. Houston favored by one and a half. Ooh, that's close. That will be a good game there. A lot of points. I'm taking Texas Tech. Houston maybe join uh, the Big Twelve at some point. Bad pick, Terry. Houston oh. at home wins this game. Now, when you tell someone they made a bad pick, and then if you make the bad pick, Tom, you're definitely making the show next week. Yeah, the, the Cougars, though. They've got to go for the Cougars. Missouri so, State at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma. The Cowboys favored by 38. Yeah, Oklahoma State, yeah. Baylor favored by 13 and a half at Texas State. Uh, give me Baylor. Are they the fighting armadillos? No, they are. That is not an armadillo. It's some type of bobcat. I'd go ahead and take Texas State. Something like that. No. <laughs> So who was in that game? Texas State and Baylor. Let's go with Baylor. It's all Monday. I don't. Whatever. Bother me for something like that. Make up something if you don't know if that's something something silly like that. I did not know he's gonna write me a sentence. Anyway, uh, Nichols at Memphis. Memphis by twenty three and a half. Memphis. Yep. Abilene Christian at SMU. SMU by thirty two. SMU. Yeah. <laughs> I'm SMU. gonna skip a couple. Of these. Y'all here we yeah. go. I was going to say, Jeez. feel free to skip a few of these. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, Florida Atlantic at Florida. Gators favored by 23 and a half. They're 13th in the nation. Uh, to open up. Florida. No Florida. upset for that. Uh, we'll come back up to that one. Northern Illinois at Georgia Tech. The Rambling Wreck favored by 19. Uh, Georgia, Tech. Georgia Tech. Virginia playing 11 on two tonight against William and Mary. Virginia. Virginia. Montana, no state. The Grizzlies. At Washington, 22 and a half by Washington. Washington. Things you don't see much. Vanderbilt favored by 21 against East Tennessee State. Vanderbilt. Yeah, Vanderbilt. Tom Duquesne. No, I don't even need that one. Duquesne. 42 point spread. Duquesne. LSU is number 16 in the country. They're favored by two and a half at UCLA. And they destroy UCLA, LSU. Two and a half favorite. Yes. They destroy them? Yes. Give me UCLA. Nevada okay. Wolfpack at California. Most of those kids from LSU don't even know where California is on the map. Three-point uh. spread for the Bears over Nevada. I like Nevada. I'm taking California. BYU at Arizona. Who's favored? Arizona, BYU by 12. Yeah, I like BYU as well for that. Yep, BYU. Uh, All right, that's it, except for one more game. Final game to pick. In Bank of America Stadium, don't know how, why, or what we're doing here, (laughs) but Georgia at Clemson tonight. Ticket for $170. And I will not pay $170 to watch Dabo Sweeney run all over the field. Uh, I would really love to see... uh, the Georgia Bulldogs win this game. I, uh, my buddy's dad, uh, Todd Douthat, huge Georgia fan, got a Georgia shrine in his basement. I know he's pumped up for this game. Man, Georgia's got some injuries. So that that's my problem. I want to pick Georgia Terry, but I know they've got some injuries on the defense. Clemson's got the new starting quarterback. Trevor Lawrence era is over. Who's winning, Terry? I know who's winning on my end, Clemson. Mine's pretty simple, but you're talking too long, so whoever you pick is going to make me maybe switch. I like – I still like the Bulldogs. Okay. Dabo Good job. Down. Dabo goes down. Good man. job. And he'll be crying the whole time. He'll be crying. After All right. That's our interfield picks, JP. When we come back, we've got 
one game to pick in the NFL to talk about. Terry's Cowboys and the rookie Micah Parsons <laughs> have started talking smack to Tom Brady. That's in, not wise. In week one. We'll get to that more on KTCBroadcasting.com. Question, where do you buy a used car with a lifetime warranty? The answer is Friendship in Forest City. Friendship has a lifetime warranty on new and used cars. Unlimited time, unlimited miles. That's Friendship Nissan and Friendship Jeep Dodge Ram in Forest City. Be the one. How? First down and more. Good Magical play by Sam Howe. This is the home of Carolina football. And it's intercepted. Holy cow, Carolina's going to win. Right that bell tower blue. Catch live coverage of the Tar Heels all season long. Right here on your home for Carolina football. Tar Heel football on the balls in Carolina country and online at kbcbroadcasting.com. It's time to play at the Green Meadows Golf Course on Kelly Road in Mount Holly. Play and ride Monday through Friday for $25. Weekends, just $30. Seniors ride and play Monday through Friday for $20. And every Wednesday is Ladies' Day. Ladies play and ride for just $15. So make your tee time now by calling the Green Meadows Golf Course, 704-827-9264. Green Meadows Golf Course, 957 Kelly Road in Mount Holly. There's nothing like cash in your pocket, especially if you can turn your scrap into cash with the help of Gaston Used Auto Parts and Recycling in Gastonia. For over 25 years, this locally family-owned and operated business has been giving some of the best prices for scrap. They take tungsten scrap carbide as well as stainless steel, aluminum, copper, and brass. Need help? Gaston Used Auto Parts and Recycling will supply you with a roll-off container to help make your recycling easy. Turn your scrap into cash. With the help of Gaston Used Auto Parts and Recycling, 305 Dogwood Street in Gastonia, call 704-827-9468. Online at GastonUsedAutoPartsAndRecycling.com. You know most car dealers at this time have a very limited inventory, but that's not the case at Classic Volkswagen of Gastonia with the largest selection of new inventory in the Charlotte-Gastonia area. See their friendly sales staff today with over 30 years of Volkswagen experience. And right now, get 0% financing for 36 months on selected models. That's Classic Volkswagen, 4417 Wilkinson Boulevard in Gastonia. Online at ClassicVWGastonia.com. If you're ready to make the great escape, do it with the number one brand on the water. Yamaha Wave Runners are the most premium personal watercraft on the market with industry-first features and exciting new products like the all-new 2021 VX Series with audio packages, the must-anticipated Superjet, and the new race-ready GP Series. This is Wave Runner Country. See one today at Full Throttle Power Sports, located at 100 Indian Walk off I-85 in Lowell. And we're back on Sandy Moore Sports Talk with Kevin and the guys. Tom, I think you should mention our friends. He's got to turn us on. And don't yeah. forget our friends at Friendship Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram sponsoring Saturday morning sports talk. You can call them at 828-919-3001. And our friends at Friendship Nissan, call them at 828-245-1661, both located on Oak Street. Or City, North Carolina. Look them up online. Give them a call. Get yourself a new ride today. Because, because our friend Shannon is one of those people that doesn't do research when he says things. I did a little between the break. And all it took was, you know, what, three minutes of, of Google researching. Uh-oh. 
Joe Flacco, career winning percentage, Terry, is 56%. Phillip Rivers is 55.8%. Flacco with a better winning percentage. Oh, barely. That's not the best stat to bring up, Kevin. Tom, I've got I'm just, there's more. The fact of the matter is, when I do this, is that the people who will say would say Rivers and that would say it's not even close. <laughs> yeah, I see. Yeah. That's and then so if I say there's things that are close, and then I say, well, he won the Super Bowl. Well, you know, Ray Lewis and him. Yep. Yeah, okay, Ray Lewis and him. Right. The score was thirty four thirty one. What did Ray Lewis do? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Joe Flacco <laughs> threw three touchdowns, two hundred eighty seven yards, no picks. And lit up the 49ers' crappy defense. Joe, Super Joe Flacco. Again, top 10 in all time NFL wins. He's got 10 playoff victories, Terry. True. So let's let's add these up. Cam Newton's got three. I think Jake Del Holmes got three. He's got Joe Flacco has I think Panthers have maybe seven, eight playoff victories ever. So Joe Flacco might have more playoff victories than the Panthers franchise or close to it. So, yeah, not, we, Joe Flacco's yeah. not any good. All right, anyway, Terry, speaking of not any good, what your Cowboys going to do this year? Uh, you give up 34 points to Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars in the last preseason game. I, I don't mean nothing. Nothing. And, nothing. Now, and now your rookie linebacker's mouthing off at no. the goat. <laughs> well, the thing, you know, the thing that I always look at is a lot of people look back and they look at Dallas of how they went when they went uh, winless in preseasons. And on the b- biggest part of all those is it's always turned out good for the Cowboys because uh, they have made the last two times that they went winless in playoffs. I mean, in preseason, they end up making the uh, finals in the NFC and the next time they was in the divisional round of the NFC. So, you know, whether you win anything, and, and I knew this from game one when I forget who they were playing, but he went for it on fourth and two from his own 30-yard line with about, I don't know, 11, 12 minutes to go in the game. You know, you don't do that in a regular season game, and uh, McCarthy did. He went for it. So, I mean, he's just like, I'm letting people play. I'm going to see what we got. Against Jacksonville, none of the starters hardly ever played. Everybody set out. So, you know, Jacksonville looked good at, out there beating the Cowboys, but it didn't mean nothing to Dallas. Now you got a game that's going to mean something, and you're going to get the best Dallas can give. And uh, and, and that'll probably be recorded come if we get blown out. But, <laughs> you know, but on the biggest end, uh, you're going to see an upset come Thursday because Friday morning they're going to be talking about is Tom Brady too old is what's going to happen. Because, I mean, uh, all the Cowboys are talking about Tom Brady can't move, so they know he's going to stay in the pocket. But he's very good at getting rid of the ball. He's pretty quick. The three-step drop and it's gone. So he's going to be getting rid of it. He's got veteran people out there with him, same people he had last year, so they did get better at the end of the year. But I still think Dallas is going to come out on top of this game. Uh, Dallas is going to score at least, and this is me saying Dallas is going to score at least 30 against Tampa Bay, and Dallas going to come out on top 34-27 to 27 Is this, not, is this nonsense over? No. <laughs> I mean, you know. can, can the adults talk? <laughs> you know. You're going to tell me that, okay, Tom, is Tom Brady too old? They've been no, talking be Tom Brady's too old Saturday. for 10 years. Yeah, I mean, they've been that, talking that about that on Saturday. I mean, Friday old. morning. Exactly. Like, this is a new breaking news. Terry <laughs> yeah. Reinhardt, is Tom Brady too old? Yeah. He's which too they've old been talking now. about every year. 
He's oh, okay. Dallas is going to go in there like Dallas does every year, and they're overhyped because they're Dallas. And we got guys like you on the radio that say all this nonsense. Let's talk about Dak Prescott and his question marks, his artificial leg, and his shoulders been acting up. So you act like a guy who hadn't played in a year and is coming back from two injuries is just going to come here and light up the Super Bowl champs and that defensive line. Do nothing. Dak Prescott might not even finish this game. He he don't even have to. He do might nothing, even, Tom. he might not even finish the game. He's he got Elliott back in the backfield. He's going to mean something this year that he didn't play last year. When, this, I mean, when he went down. Is this over yet? I yeah, mean, you're, you're going to be surprised at what's going to happen. Can the adults, Cowboy fans can, are going to be. Dallas has nothing to lose. Tampa Bay's the one that's got everything to lose. Can the grown-ups talk? Yeah, Dallas has nothing to lose no matter how, what happens. Every year game. they say Dallas is going to win yeah, the we're division. Not Dallas to is going to go to the There's a reason I own Cleveland Browns gear. I mean, it's so. Because, think about this. Terry spent the last six, eight months, whatever, being 100% on target on Mac Brown and the Tar Heels. But then two minutes later, he's he's smelling the smelly smoke for the for the Cowboys. It's the, it's the same smoke from the same same <laughs> place, but a different person's blowing you the smoke, and Terry's Terry's eating up that second smoke. My prediction, 28-17 no. Buccaneers. That's my prediction. 28-17. Well, let me tell you something. There's wait, wait, a difference the, in this game. <laughs> wait, let wait, me wait. tell you. Is there not going to be a point in this game where the Bucks get close to score and Brady calls a quarterback draw or something to no, where he runs in? Brady, watch this. Brady's going to score, and then he's going to spike the ball right in front of Michael Parsons getting his face. He's going to talk so he much junk to, to Michael Parsons. If that don't happen – He'll run Gronk at him all day long and be like, I will put 10 catches at 120 on Gronk on you out of spite. So, Terry, you you, you think it's going to be high scoring? It might be, but uh, Tom's got his doubts on, on Dak and, and their offense right now as well. Yeah, I, I, I think it's questionable. Uh, you know, they did at least get rid of the defensive coordinator, but did they upgrade enough on defense? Dallas' right. defense is better. It will be. I mean, I mean you're you going against Tom Brady. Now, he's one of the best. So, See, I mean, but you're ignoring the Tampa Bay defensive line. I mean, I know that you I'm, occasionally. I'm not ignoring that. I'm, I know I that you occasionally not, woke up during the Super Bowl, no, Terry. I, I know you no, occasionally woke no, up and no, no, took no. your head out of your bowl Let of nachos you that you passed out in and saw the Tampa Bay defense. You got my homes who did not understand duck passes. Dak's going to hit the duck pass. Did you watch Lamb. the game, Terry? What? Yeah, because Mahomes tried to go deep. He all had the time. no offensive line, Terry. He didn't. <laughs> yeah, because he, didn't have he time wanted to, to throw nothing. deep. He didn't have time to go Tom, deep. Long. We've went over God, this a million times. <laughs> Mahomes' whole idea in that Super Bowl was, "I'm going to beat you deep." He was not a Joe Montana. He was running or for a, his a, a life. Tom Brady or a game. Peyton Manning that <laughs> eats you up with the little duck passes. Well, Dak Prescott's going to hit Lamb, and Lamb's going to light him up because somebody's going to have to stop him. And, and Tampa Bay has no linebacker that can stay with Lamb, period. Not one guy out there can stay with that man. Why would a linebacker be covering Lamb? He know. will. He'll be running the post. And why would you? Not, why would stuck. you not bring in a slot corner, corner to cover well, Lamb? I mean, oh, that doesn't even make sense, Terry. You just know, wait and Terry's see. Figured out. <laughs> the Bucks yeah. don't. I mean, you know, you're not going to cover a wide receiver with a linebacker. Who does that, Terry? Well, just wait and see. Now, if you were talking about a tight end matchup, it might make more sense. It reminds but you're not me even... of Ohio State when it's playing Alabama and they tried to cover somebody with a linebacker. It does not work. Has Has Terry mentioned once? 
what the Dallas defense is going to do. No. And and this is this is my point on the issue on Cal on Dallas. We never we're do. Talking about we're talking about the ticket oh, sales. We're talking yeah, about the yeah. flashy wide receivers going to get six catches. Okay, good job. We're talking about you know, <laughs> I don't even know who their tight end is. Who is your tight end? Tebow, Ceedee um, <laughs> Lamb, Amari Cooper. <laughs> we are you know, talking your about running backs eating cheeseburgers, and we haven't mentioned the defense once. Who last year ranked? Yeah, there you go. Twenty eight. Yeah, that's all I want you to hear. Remember that. They won't be that. They will not be no 28th in defense in the NFL. So if 30th, you think 31st, Dan Gwynn is going to come 32nd. in there and his teams are going to be that bad in defense, no, I Dan think, Gwynn's I I never heard, coached Tom, I a think team. I heard it the other day that his team Brady's was that bad. Dan Quinn like seven times, so he's got the book on him. You know. Like he like he, he knows his defense. Well, it's like it's listening to him is listening to like you're drunk. It's Jerry Jones's yeah, personal okay. assistant. Here, Just tape here. this whole section when we on. repeat next Sunday, then we'll listen to how bad y'all sound. It's like <laughs> listening to your drunk God, womanizing that. friend who who wants to tell you about relationships. Yeah. You know what I mean? We this start is, this off is the kinda, show next Saturday kinda, with this, this kind of like I, I don't I I I'm done with this conversation because it's reached uh, the point of ridiculous. Now it may, Terry. By a miracle of God, it, Dallas might score thirty points. It's not going to happen. Tampa Bay is going to win this game, and then Tampa was eighth in defense last and year. And then instead of is T- is Tom Brady too old? What's they've been talking about for ten years, Terry? They're going to say no, can Mike McCarthy coach in this league? Should Jerry Jones give up the GM? Oh, you know that, no. that that's what needs to be talked about. Not is Tom Brady too old? It's silly. <laughs> So. <laughs> All right, uh, let me look looking at uh, real, real quick back on uh, a couple of notes on for, for let me finish. Let me let me just put the final nail in Shannon's coffin on this one. Um, Philip Rivers only nine winning seasons in 16 years. So he had seven losing seasons. Uh, Joe Flacco in his career only with playing 10 games, only one losing season in his career. Well, Shannon's going to tell you that's because of the defense. Well, he he's already texted me that, but did, I not, did he not listen to me when I said the Super Bowl? They gave up 31. Now, also, how about this, Mr. Panthers fan? Joe Flacco's got more career playoff wins than the Carolina Panthers franchise. Joe Flacco has more playoff wins, and a, and we, he's got more wins than the Panthers even have appearances in the playoffs in 26 seasons. So, what are we talking about? Yeah, just. just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Terry. Final score: Dallas Cowboys and pa- Tampa. What'd you say? That's what I said a minute ago. You know, did you did you say a score? Mm-hmm. He said Dallas was going to score thirty, and then he didn't complete thirty-four twenty-seven. Thirty-four twenty-seven. Tom, you got? I, I said 28-17, Bucks. All right. When we come back, we got something to talk about. We talked football all day. The time has flown by. We'll, we'll scramble through some news and notes. We'll, we'll give you some NASCAR updates, baseball and basketball, and more on ktcbroadcasting.com. Okay, class, listen up. Do not buy a car without a warranty. Just don't do it. At Friendship Nissan and Friendship Jeep Dodge Ram in Forest City, we have lifetime warranty on new and used cars. That's right, lifetime warranty on new and used cars. Unlimited time, unlimited miles. And through the end of this month, we're offering up to $4,000 over Kelly Blue Book value on your trade. So one more time. Friendship Nissan and Friendship Jeep Dodge Ram has lifetime warranty on new and used cars, and you'll find us in Forest City. 
Now open the all-new BMC Toner Solutions at 410 East Franklin Boulevard in Gastonia. The new BMC Toner Solutions can save you up to 50% off retail on your printer ink cartridges. Extra large ink jets, just $14.99 for black and $16.99 for color. Just call 704-862-7333. They're open from 9 to 5 Monday through Thursday, 9 to 2 on Friday, and open every third Saturday from 9 to 2. The new BMC Toner Solutions, now open at 410 East Franklin Boulevard, Gastonia. Let Walmart Supercenter in Cherryville be a part of your Labor Day savings for school supplies from preschool through high school. Paper, notebooks, backpacks, paper make ink joy gel pens, Crayola Classic Crayons, Boys and Girls to-go fashions in clothing, at-home learning supplies, and teacher shop supplies as well. Start your Labor Day at Walmart Supercenter in Cherryville, 2505 Lincolnton Highway. Call 704-435-4449. You know most car dealers at this time have a very limited inventory, but that's not the case at Classic Volkswagen of Gastonia with the largest selection of new inventory in the Charlotte-Gastonia area. See their friendly sales staff today with over 30 years of Volkswagen experience. And right now, get 0% financing for 36 months on selected models. That's Classic Volkswagen, 4417 Wilkinson Boulevard in Gastonia. Online at ClassicVWGastonia.com. The Something Pumpkin Festival is back again this year, and it's set for October 23rd. This year's event will be entirely virtual with three different contests, cooking, decorating, and photo contests. There'll be cash prizes, and contest rules will apply. For details and sponsorship, go to pumpkin21.eventbrite.com. Find out all the details on their website. The Something Pumpkin Festival, October 23rd. Get entered today. Dang it, that darn check engine light's on again. I can't get anyone to fix it. Well, yes, you can. Michael Bruner at Bruner's Automotive in Cherryville can help. He can fix your check engine light. He is an ASC certified mechanic with over 30 years of experience. Bruner's Automotive in Cherryville has dealership tools and equipment. Plus, they do all types of automotive repairs. Fix that check engine light today, along with much more, at Bruner's Automotive, 319 East Main Street in downtown Cherryville. Call 704-923-7612. And we're back on Saturday morning sports talk with Kevin and the gang. I think they're talking about some other kind of sport. I'm not really sure. I guarantee we're talking about some type of a sport. Yeah. All right, I just got fun news and notes. Kind of finish up today. We'll talk about some NASCAR stuff uh, here and there. Um, South Carolina is starting an assistant coach. Remember, all you SEC fans that love your SEC football and talk about it's the greatest thing in the world, an SEC school is starting an assistant coach this week at quarterback. Not none of the backup quarterbacks, an assistant coach. And it's well, well, that's just fantastic. And they're going to also experiment with the towel boy, like uh, they did the water boy. <laughs> experiment with the towel boy. Tom, I don't know if that's kosher. Um, or <laughs> I just think it's bad that you are a SEC team. <laughs> you're starting an assistant coach. I don't know what Tom was asking them to do there. That uh, was from the movie. Yeah, I know. That was from the movie. <laughs> anyway. Right, Terry, let's talk a little basketball. How about this? I got a stat for you. Of the top 12 oldest players in the NBA, six of them are Lakers. Yeah. Haslam's the oldest. Iggy Dollar. Then Carmelo LeBron is fourth oldest. 
in the whole league now. Gasol, Millsap, Tucker, Chris Paul, Gibson, Ariza, Howard, and Rondo. I was getting ready to say, I know they got Rondo back. So, and they just added DeAndre Jordan. I don't know yeah, if he's even Jordan in that did. mix or not, yeah. but I know he's old too. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Lakers, six of the 12 oldest. Um, eh, I don't really want to get into the LeBron's that. the fourth oldest player in the in league? In the whole NBA. Wow. It's been a while. Uh, this week, uh, you know, the, the Ben Simmons uh, trades were uh, – we're going out there, and, and is he going to go anywhere? There, there's rumors here, rumors there. Some teams don't want him. And, you know, Terry, when you look at the stats and then look at the money, um, 16 points a game through four years, still 16, 7, 7. Well, that's good. And if you play good defense, that's good, especially if you're tall. So that he earns his money on the defensive end and being that tall. 16, 7, 7 is pretty good. But it, but it is it is, and, and the way the NBA's went, where everybody gets a super max, whether you're averaging twenty something or not, and then at those stats, and see that was my problem with 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 the Warriors paying Draymond that if you're not you're paying someone that that should you're paying someone that that money that a player that scores thirty gets, and they've never adjusted that. It's everybody on the team gets a super max if you've been playing four years instead of well this guy averages twenty, he should get a super max. You can't even average twenty. I'm not giving you any type of a supermax. And so when you ask these teams, Terry, so if I call you guys, I call you Thomas, I got Ben Simmons for you. Even on Cleveland, do you want a 6'10 guy that can't shoot and you have to play at point guard or center? And then when you play him at center, is, is that a good is that really a good spot for him? Not having the ball or being able to dribble the ball. So as so the Warriors are you're, they they people are like, well, they offer the Warriors. They want. They wanted Wiggins. Wiggins averaged twenty three points a game. Why am I giving that up for sixteen? What would I give up Wiggins for for that? Then they're like Wiseman and the new guy and two picks. I'm like because he plays defense. Okay, that's what that's what they want it for. So does Wiggins, but I know, I know. If you put if you put if you'd put Simmons out there, you couldn't have him and Draymond out there. Well, neither one of them that can shoot, so they would have to trade that up. So it's been all kinds of different places. Um, I got my friends mad at me when I tweeted uh, out a NBA trade. Uh, it was Terry. I've got Simmons and Seth Curry, and because you got to make the money match, right? For Rozier, Lamelo, Plumley, and PJ Washington, and they got mad at me. <laughs> I'm like, why? Well, here you are. So my thought is, if I had the chance to get rid of in a 33 million dollar package. A showboat and point guard who don't play defense. A 6'1 shooting guard that I'm now paying $25 million a year. P.J. Washington, who's given 90% of his money, they're paying to his baby mama. That is the awful situation that he's got himself into. And a plumly $9 million. If I say anything, you want to get rid of any of that, Terry? For an, a perennial all-star and a 45% three-point shooter. And that's who I had for Simmons for Curry. That's the way I look at it, and they look at it differently. But anyway, who would say no to that? Charlotte and Charlotte would say no to that, and that's why we're to the ten seed every year. <laughs> Their comment was, "Glad you're not the GM, Tom." Well, they've never won. This is what the Hornets have never done. They've never won a division championship. They've never went past the second round, and you're telling me me trading Lamelo is going to ruin the franchise? All right. 16 points a game. Well, All right, he Terry. Don't, he don't need no school. He don't need no, no, he school. Don't need no school. 
None is what he said. It was that. That was a that was mm. a good one. So, anyway, uh, that's my news and notes. Some some NBA action. I did pull up the the uh, Lawrence eleven for twelve on the Cowboys defense. His backup went sixteen of eighteen on the Cowboys defense. Tom and thirty four points on the Cowboys defense. But Terry didn't mention them in the in the in the thing. Many did he? You know what? The, the funny thing I've seen is some people trying to doubt Trevor Lawrence. And the, the only thing I've seen him do is maybe hold the ball too long. But it's so funny how people want to jump and they want to see you fail. If you're the number one over well, draft, I think, they I want think to the see you problem there too, Tom, is now you had missed you and they got rid of him. So who's the backup now down Who'd there? Who they trade him to? Uh, Philadelphia. He went to Philadelphia. Philadelphia. He did. I read yes. the rumors that that was in the sure did. So with that said, Terry, I mean, you have no backup down there now. No, no, well, Terry, who's Dallas backup? Right now, it's uh, uh, Greer. Will Greer Carolina. and Cooper Rush. So yeah. Greer got cut and then signed with the Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys so, took him. So yeah. why didn't Dallas tra- trade a six-round pick for Gardner Minshew? You um, let your you let your, well, your rival no, get Gre- him. I don't mind us having Greer. I don't mind him at all. He's a pocket quarterback. He just Gardner, has a little bit of problems. Minshew. But, you know, I'm going to pull his stats. I wasn't, when I saw Greer in the preseason, I wasn't real impressed. He's a what, pocket quarterback. What I've heard, yeah. what I've heard is Cam Newton to Dallas. That's no, the that's the, big, that's the biggest number one rumor. Uh, they didn't want Adam that. Schefter said, Terry, they ain't turned it down yet. Yeah, they've turned that down. They haven't turned good. it down yet. Your backup Trust is me. Will Greer. You haven't turned it down Trust yet. Me. Now, here's the deal. Cam. What Adam Schefter said, he's going to sign week two. Because if you sign before week one, he's played 70 years, his contract's guaranteed. So teams are going to we'll wait till week two to sign anymore after because of that. So then, they, then they, you wouldn't have to guarantee any of the contract. So that's what I would look at for that. So Gardner Minshew uh, in 20 games, 63%, 37 touchdowns, 11 picks. Pretty good. But he wants Will Greer <laughs> and no defense. I'm just Terry. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you a Browns jersey. Just go ahead. You just you can, wear, I bet, you can wear it at home. We'd be, and then two or three years when you feel comfortable, you can start wearing it out. So How about that? We'll make that deal. You'd feel comfortable. Y'all, y'all not gonna win y'all's division, Pittsburgh. But what happens? Division. All right, what happens if Dak if Dak can't play a couple games? Hmm. Then huh. Greer will be in. Garner Minshew, 93 quarterback rating, 240 yards a game, averaged seven yards a completion. Uh, again, I mean, Minshew's going to Philadelphia where he's not even the starter. He's going to be the starter in week three. There you go. He's not even starter. <laughs> it won't be long. And here's the thing. You know why they brought in Minshew? is because Flacco was playing better than Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Flacco was lighting it up, and they're like, um, we can't start Flacco because our fans will revolt, we better trade for Minshew. So they trade for Minshew. Flacco's, now Dallas don't even have one. Did they cut Flacco? No, he's still there right now. They kept three quarterbacks? <laughs> I yeah. think. Yeah, that I know of. Philadelphia no, Eagles. Almost nobody does that anymore. I know. <laughs> I think they're, uh, they've are they made some mistakes at the quarterback position. Think about it. You're, you, you, you cut slash trade your Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> yeah, <it's> stupid. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, I, you know, I... I don't I, that division, um, but Wentz is still hurted. Yeah, a little, I think. Well, he's supposed to come back and play. Uh, he said he was starting in game one. Yeah, he said he's going to come back and play. All right, over in the baseball, the Guardians are nine and a half back of the White Sox. Do I have to call everybody named the Indians like in high school, like St. Stephen's? Do I have to call them the Guardians now too? And uh, anyone named the Indians? <laughs> I haven't. I, they win one. The National Bureau one. of Guardian Affairs. 
the Rays are in first by six and a half. White Sox by nine and a half. Astros by five and a half. Braves up by two, folks. So it's been a long, slow grind. Terry, what in the world is going on in that division? <laughs> I don't know. Braves were the best team in it from the start, and now they finally got to the top. They started off where they were struggling, but they've put everything together. And Philadelphia's played good here lately. I think they've won like six in a row or something like that. Tom, if the Cardinals so, were in the East, where we used to be, actually, we'd be half a game out of first place. We're 11 and a half yeah, now in the Central. Should have, would have, could have. Half a game out of first place. Somebody, We needed the North Carolina High School Athletic Association to draw up the, the division geographic maps. We would have had a chance to get in the East then. And if we could just play the Royals, who we swept there, <laughs> it'd be great. Yeah, and then we go beat Chicago for y'all. Uh, we can't beat Boston. Boston's beat us four or five in a row. White Sox, the only team in the Central with a plus-minus. Uh, Houston and A's in the West. Four teams. Toronto is plus 118, and they're in fourth place 13 games back. They would be in first place in the National League East in, in, over Atlanta right now, and they're in fourth in, in the American League East. So they'll miss the playoffs, and the Braves will get in, and the Braves will be like, we had a successful season, and the Toronto will think they had a fourth-place season, too. So... Uh, wild card action. We'll pull that up real quick, and then we'll move over to the NASCAR for this weekend a little bit about day. We'll talk Daytona. Uh, wild card: Yankees and Red Sox got that. A's, Mariners, and Jays three, four, five back. Indians have slid back to eight and a half. Cardinals got a chance one and a half back of the wild card behind the Reds. So we've got a shot at that. Third, the Dodgers have solidified the fourth spot, uh, but the fifth spot is open, and we've got five teams within four games of the spot. Cardinals, Padres, Reds, Phillies, and Mets. Uh, Jack Flaherty's back. I think we got a chance. Um, if our bats could heat up, we could we could be – we'll, we'll be tough. Uh, the good news is uh, Yadier has re-signed for next year, uh, and I think Wainwright is going to come back too, Terry, and he is having a fantastic yeah, season. Uh, I think he's three – or uh, he's had a, a full – complete game shutout the other night and then he's been i think his last two starts he's not give up a run either seven and seven and just he's been outstanding 39 years old and they're how many games out of the wild card seven and one half? and a half one and a half out of the card one and a half yeah so that's what i'm saying so if they had win like six or seven in a row where well, they'd be leading probably. right all right so uh nascar terry day tony ryan blaney with the victory um a lot of pushing and shoving and wrecks there uh, near the end. I don't know if I saw anything too ridiculous. Now, I'll, I'll, I'm going to give you slight credit on this, and, and, and you like the restrictor plate racing. It is exciting to watch in a sense that more than more than just two or three guys can win near the end. Yes. I, I will say that, and in, in those race, it, it is in, in a sense. Now, do you want that every week? I don't know if you could do that, yes. if or if you'd want that every week. Um, what's not fair about it, 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 it isn't fair, is is that you could have the best car, you could lead, and it doesn't really matter there. Um, and it's just because of the air and stuff, and and it, and I think there's a little unfairness to it, but there is a there is an excitement edge to it. So I get that. 
Um, it's also unfair to run 150 laps and then 40 people wreck. Um, a lot of money spent, a lot of time going down. I think that's one big thing with that. But anyway, um, I said, uh, Bush, when he wrecked, I wanted to mention him. And classic, you know, Kyle style. He gets out and says he, t- he got T-boned out of nowhere. And he's the one that wrecked the other guy because, <laughs> Terry, I don't know if he was watching it. I'm sure he did. But Kyle had already hit the wall on the inside. So he's coming off the inside wall. He came off the inside wall and hit a guy who had hit nobody yet, who had snuck through the wreck, come through the infield. He's sneaking through. Kyle comes off the infield, doesn't look to his right, and he gets T-boned. And he, he's right. He got T-boned because he never looked in his defense, in his only defense. I guess he thought nobody else was coming down pit road at that time, but like any of the other cars. But Kyle came off the inside wall and then blamed the other guy for the wreck, Tom. Yep. Sounds <laughs> like, like he would I do. I just thought that was That's funny. a Terry Reinhardt special right there. The <laughs> he, Terry he Reinhardt anyway. special. But Terry is exciting. That, um, what I do like about the Daytona races, though, is at is the finishing as far as the points thing, because it does allow anything during the race, the changing of, well, this guy's here, this guy's here. If you're out at any of the, some of the other tracks, you know, you could be four or five spots and that just don't change for 12 laps. Mm-hmm. And, and, and in this, it changes every lap, every few seconds. And that does that excitement in that into finishing up. Now, whether that's again, is a random thing like that actually kind of fair to the guys of you know race twenty five races all year a different way I don't know there's arguments that but it is exciting the red is a Reddick and Ty Dillon right that sure was. fighting for the last spot and then uh, Harvick trying to get his win he got slammed in the wall there um, near the end reading um, their tweets online uh, and you can I'll let Terry what you think this basically Harvick's and them you know they've dropped off and we all all think it's the equipment and everything as well as, you know, it gets changed. They were talking about, Terry, they're good in on the super speedways. That sounds a lot like the small car teams. It, that it, sounds like Bubba Wallace and, and and those guys. You usually don't hear that from the four car saying, hey, that's the only place we're really good at. It does it until you see how this is set up now with Darlington and then Richmond and then Bristol. And right off the bat, Harvick could win Darlington. He races good down there all the time. And that's scary, <clears throat> scary, you know, with him in it because this could be a race that he could win. And as bad a season as he had, then you win tomorrow and then you move right on. You're off into the the 12, you know. So, I mean, it could easily happen. Uh, I don't think uh, – I mean, I think Kyle Busch and them will be up there. There'll be a lot of survivors. But uh, these races right here, short tracks – you're going to take the teams who, and I would take like uh, Michael McDowell, some of these guys like that are going to be knocked out of it real early, no matter what position they're in, because I don't think that they can run Darlington and two short tracks and still be part of the final 12. So I'm going to take some of these guys that's never been passed. I mean, this is the first time they've ever been in it, and I must say that a lot of them new drivers are going to be the first ones out. we got Kyle Larson. Now, Terry... Well, Speaking Kyle of bad Larson's picks, be good. Yeah. <clears throat> I've, got, I've got to go back and find it. I am 97% sure I picked him to win this. And I think I remember me talking to you when we was talking about, like, if Larson's in a Hendricks car, 
he has to be one of the favorites. And I think I may have picked him. I may have picked Denny Hamlin, but I do remember us talking about that. As you put him, what you said, he wins everywhere. Yeah, he wins everywhere. You put him in a Hendricks car. He's now? not. He's not an Elliott that you only win on road courses. Mm. He wins in all the races. So he's first, Blaney second, Truex third, Kyle Busch fourth, Elliott fifth, Bowman sixth, Hamlin seventh, Logano eighth, Brad Keselowski tenth, Kurt Busch eleventh, Christopher Bell twelfth, Michael Mandel thirteenth, Almirola fourteenth, Reddick fifteenth, and Kevin Harvick starting sixteenth. Now, go in over your last uh, six people down at the bottom. Almirola will be out. Bell will be Kurt out. Kurt Busch, Bell, McDowell, Almirola, McDowell. Reddick, and Harvick. Yeah, so, so, you know, some of those right there, those automatically going to be out. I don't think they can make the 12. <laughs> Terry says they're they're done. Is Kurt, Kyle Busch, did he make playoffs? I know Kyle did. <laughs> I, I don't know. think Kurt did. Kurt did. Kurt did, they won. Did he? he won okay. Yeah, he did. He did. They won a race. Yeah. yeah. Kurt Bush won. Now he's moving to, to the uh Denny Hamlin. And you gotta uh, be scared about year. him because I, I don't know though when I think of him, I don't know whether he can get through these three races though. Two short tracks in Darlington. I mean, I don't think he's that good I think the on good any news, one of those. Well, three. I think the good the the one good news and we gotta go, folks, say the saving grace, Terry. What you just said, two short tracks in Darlington though. That's good for the guys who aren't that great at the the mile and a half is the one I think is what cheats everybody. To well, a I don't fact think where, those guys can stay up in these short tracks. Well, you can race differently in short tracks, and you can do some different strategies and other things. I mean, Kyle Busch would they be got the a one. Chance. Kurt Busch would be the one that could play. Oh yeah, you know. But I, I I would give them a shot in those because I would rather them. I, I give them more of a shot than those in the mile and a half. Mile and a half ain't got no shot. But you got to you get at least in the short tracks you can have wrecks knock people out. You're near two guys running beside each other in front of you, Tom. Boop. Yeah. If they was Bye-bye a short playoffs. track in this start first three with Christopher Bell, he would be moving on. All right, Tom, who are you picking to win the championship? The, the NASCAR championship. championship. Finish it off, Larson. Terry, uh, I'm taking Kyle Busch. He's been consistent all year long. Larson's been good all year long, too, and he's won a lot of races. I'm going to go Ryan Blaney with the win. Whip Pool going to pull it off. I think Kurt Larson should be the favorite, Tom, but my conspiracies in the back of my head will not allow NASCAR to allow him to be the champion this year. There's a lot of those in the back this, of your head. This year. There's a lot of, those a lot of things in the back of that head. Yeah. All right, we'll be back next week. Saturday. Friendship. Thank you, Friendship. Go see our friends in Four City, Friendship Chrysler and Friendship Nissan. Thank you for tuning in, KDC Broadcasting dot com.